Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hi. Happy 4th. You remember, it's a very important day, you know. It's the day with the fl- flag came and they, they dumped tea in the harbor, don't know. Don't ever forget some of those things. Um, Todd, it's not a joke that you don't understand history. Hey, by the way, um, R-A-H-M-E-E-R-O-H, if I spelled your name right, you wanted me to do a bit, and I'll do it, but you got to send your name phonetically, like a voicemail. Send me a voice memo with your name. I can't do the bit unless I know how to say your name, and I, it's a hard name to say. It's a cool name. And then I'll be at Skyline Books, by the way, on the 9th in L.A., Los Angeles, on the 9th of uh, July, 7.30. So definitely come by. I'm going to have a lot of my comedian friends there. I'm going to try to make it, make it fun. I don't want to do like a typical book signing. What am I supposed to do, stand at a podium? Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and then, uh, oh, yeah, one other thing. I'll be at Portland, the... Uh, 24th, 5th, and 6th of uh, July. But anyway, I am going to address one other thing. Oh, it's so stupid I'm doing it, but isn't it fun to hear me address stupid things sometimes? You know, I'm going to repeat it because, like I say, not everybody hears everything you say on every podcast. So I like to lump this, always add this to the beginning of this. Uh, Overwhelmingly, Twitter is an unbelievable form where... I think it's proof that there are a lot of kind, decent people in this world. I know that sounds, really? Yeah. Uh, after shows, people can tweet nice things. You wake up in the morning. Uh, it's really the only, I read my emails and I do uh, scroll through the Twitter sometimes. I don't really go to, I don't at all go to any sites and read what people said about the shows or anything. So Twitter is my basic f- uh, form to do that. People can tweet the nicest things. And like also, like one time I remember having trouble with a heckler and some people tweeted me the next day that I thought I handled it well. And I was like, so yes, it's a great form. Um, so that's not my point. Whenever I try to discuss this with somebody, I always feel like they go, you shouldn't let that upset you. And believe me, I do get upset by so- stuff. I'm not trying to be one of those people that says I don't get upset because that's you know, when people are like, it didn't bother me. You know, if something bothers you, you admit it. But this genuinely doesn't bother me. It perplexes the fuck out of me. 
And it's, again, I don't want to have the conversation of, oh, people can tweet whatever they want anonymously, and, you know, they tweet. And again, because most of the time it's really, really nice things. But sometimes I love to figure somebody out. Somebody says something, and I really genuinely, and this person that tweeted this, well, I went back and forth on my Twitter with them, and they basically said that I was on the Norm MacDonald podcast, like 38 minutes in, not funny, he's talking about comedy more than doing comedy, and... Sometimes I do that, but what I thought was funny, and then I'll go back to why I do that and what the podcast formula is for. And again, my whole fantasy is that that guy did come to the podcast and he's listening. Also, somebody said he was trolling. I think that's the word they use because they feel when you at somebody that you wanted them to hear that. And that was a nice person that said that they were defending me. You know, I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say I don't think he was because it wasn't like fuck Todd Glass or like, you know, like sometimes, you know, you know, just some horrible like, you know, no, it was like he was expressing himself. He has a right to do that. He didn't do anything wrong. Um, but I'm allowed to debate it and wonder, can I get into his head and change his belief? So before I let me let me first say this, and I did not realize I was going to do this when I started. I never get into like "fuck you, fuck you" battle on Twitter. Never, never. But I addressed him, and I and I was uh, being silly, calling him a crybaby. Oh, you're crying. And the reason I did that because Wit told me that a friend of his said that's the best thing to do if someone yells at you in traffic. Are you crying? Uh, so I kept saying, and then I said. But he then I addressed it, and people were addressing him, and he was addressing them back, and and uh, nothing too vicious, just people giving their comments, and then he would react back, and then he would react again, and then he would react again, and it all started because he just reacted to something. He it all started. He wasn't being funny. He was reacting to, you know, not thinking I was being funny. Then I invited him on my podcast, and he said he would do that. Now, I just thought that was really funny that. He is very aware that Twitter is a vehicle for him, and I've looked at, and I did look at some of his tweets. Sometimes his tweets were really funny. Other times, uh, I don't mean he tried to be funny and wasn't. Other times he just had a comment, but that's okay for him. And he was willing to come on my podcast and discuss it. So I gotta believe most of the time, most of the time. When people don't want to hear me talk about that stuff that I talk about, and a lot of time it's the same thing over and over again, and it's because they don't agree. Because if they'd agree, it would be calming for them. It would be like, oh, you don't hear this side of it that often. But I got to agree they don't agree. And I'm not going to list the things they don't agree with, but I think there's because I can't imagine, and I think that's their problem. Because the guy's got to realize, yeah, I was. I was sitting on Twitter which is some people could say it was a forum, you know. Oh, he's probably going, no, Twitter's to be, not only be funny, it's just to, to express yourself. And guess what? You're absolutely right. And that's what podcasts are. I have my act, and in my act, yeah, I'm going to put modesty aside. I'm fucking funny. I know it. You have to be funnier than preaching. You can say things in your act. You can say political things, social things. They just have to be funnier than preachy. And I am. But that's what podcasts are, okay? And I do think it was very funny that you uh, were willing to come on my podcast and have a serious talk about 
me being too serious on other podcasts. You got to see the irony in that. And if you don't, you're really wiggling and squirming out of it. Like I just picture either someone can go, hey, here's a point, or you can just squirm and go, no, I don't. That, but really? You were going to come on? No, stop it already. So I wonder who you are. And does this logic affect you in your life? Love to talk to three of your friends. I always said if you talk to three of someone's friends like that and you said one thing, they'd be like, yeah. Uh, yeah, they'd say the person's name. Well, that's why we call him blah, 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 Bob. Or that's why we call him. Yeah. Why does it bother me? Because it did. It started to um, eat my brain out. <laughs> All righty. Oh, boy. How you doing? All right. All right. Today's show, Tom Martin. So relaxing and so much fun. Jen Kirkman is so jealous of Tom Martin. Oh, my God. So is Paul F. Tompkins. You should have heard. Oh, I'll play it next week. Paul F. Tompkins called me, ripped me a new ass about forgetting the F in his name. I mean, I'm going to play it next week. Wow. Wow. righty. Well. You're great. I'm proud of you. Um, it's going to be a fun, fun show today. All right, bye. Now entering Nerdist.com. You're listening to The Todd Glass Show, number one by the Podcasters Association of America. This is the real deal. You got Jerry Seinfeld to do your opening? This is not, we don't joke, don't we? A very funny guy, Todd Glass. Thank you. You fucking call me back this time. That was Sarah Silverman. That's Jimmy Kimmel. Todd. Hey, it's Zach. Zach Galavanakis. Listen, man, I really want to come on the podcast. He really wants to come on the podcast. Comedy Central. Comedy Central. That's Comedy Central. Tired of that. Brian Regan. Brian Regan. Brian Regan. Um, if you don't want me to do a podcast, just, feel great. I don't know. Let me know that. Do you want me to beg? God, it's man. People love the opening. I don't know what it is. So self-grandizing. I don't know what it is. People say they can't get enough of the opening. can be found at Nerdist.com. Please welcome Todd Glass. From the beautiful La Cienega Strip. Yeah, we go big school. Crank that music up. Blackboard Motors. It's the Todd Glass Show. That's right, everybody. This is a real show. All right. They call that a SF in the business. I think everybody knows what an SF is. If they don't, well, then maybe you shouldn't be fucking in this room because it's a it's a term in the in the radio business that's been around. That was called an SF. Everybody knows what that is, but just tell like the one or two. No, you don't know. No, no, no. Of course I know. Why would I pitch my voice higher if I didn't know? Because that's exactly the reason. Oh. I mean, why would I pitch my voice? I know. know. No, now you're just doing what I said. Todd, I've been in the business a long time. You think I don't know what a term means? SF? Yeah. It's a slow fade. Exactly. Wow. (laughs) Oh, that's like wit. Okay, hold on. Before we get to that, I have that written down. Wit's bit. Um, 
I guess let's play Tom in. Even before the serious, you know, the, well, I want to come up with a different name for than the serious part of the show. Because it's not that serious. You know, the business. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the business. And, uh, the, the, the business the current, part of the show. current events type stuff? Yeah, stuff like that. Stuff on my mind. And then we get into yeah. the silly part of the show. So let me just... When I was sitting here at 5 o'clock with Jake, with uh, Jake Adams, um, I said... The same thing I say to myself every week. You're going to, first of all, with you, I'm so comfortable. Just go slow, and everything is going to be just fine. So we do have some stuff to talk about, and uh, we have a great room full of people here. JJ's here. Nick hasn't been here in a while. He's going to snag some pictures, throw them up online. Everyone has name tags. Aristotle, two name tags. Uh, So Tom is here. Tom, you're like back in the days of The Tonight Show. Like you are, because Rory Scovel was going to do the show tonight, and then he had he just forgot about something, and I was like, no big deal at all, even though those uh, those jingles were so close and those songs to be going through the machine, <laughs> but he got me just in time, and I totally understood. And then I said, oh, I, Tom, and then you always say the same thing. You're like Tom for a guy that th- for no one knows your background, like a successful writer. Go Huge. look Tom Martin hugely. Up. Can I ask you? <laughs> Is the massage thing a spiritual when you give massages? Was that also partly for you to be uh, spirituality? To, to, because it, it's the opposite of writing because the writing is all in your head and the payoff is so far down the line. Whereas massage and physical therapy type rehab stuff that you do, uh, the, the, the payback is immediate. And you're touching some uh, another person physically instead of operating all in your head. So I find it very energizing. And if I was a little better and maybe eventually very soon, I could – I'm getting to where I can make a lot of money. That's how fucking good I but am. But you, you, you're successful. I want my audience to know that I'm not having a massage therapist sitting See, in here. See, that's what's so funny. It's no, I don't, low by the way, by the way, job, but it's, people love it, and you can make decent money. Hold on. For what it's worth, because I'm not I, – I said that completely kidding. No, I know. I, I, I get – by the way, the, the, that's a lot. When uh, uh, Somebody I know once told me what they went through. It's different than what they went through 20 years ago to be a massage therapist. Oh, yeah. It gets harder every year. Yeah, and it should. You know why? Because – no, I don't know why. Well, because um, a lot of places sort of have massage in quotes and a lot of flashing lights. And you think like, <laughs> well, there's a massage place right there in the middle yeah. of the strip mall. Well, whenever they say non-sexual, I figure it means definitely sexual because <laughs> you don't see Burke Williams putting up non-sexual. They literally have a, an, a circle, I swear to God, with, the, with, the, with a hand on a cock, and then it's an arrow through it. <laughs> but is that an arrow <laughs> indicating the motion that you need? No, it means no cock rubbing. And the reason I don't say it for the women, because they tend not to, uh, they are more dignified. But you know what? I bet women, I'm, to George Carr, and I'm not joking. First of all, I do know one woman who used to, uh, I know her, uh, I haven't talked to her in about five, six years. But uh, she did get, uh, I, hate to, I have to say the way she said it, drenched. She mm. would get a sexual massage. And it wasn't from a place that gave sexual massages. She just, you know, that's, uh, it. But, you know, I never asked her, like, did he know he was doing that or was just that internal – was she feeling the, the – the, the, I think it I was think a it sexual just, massage. Well, no, I don't think so. I think On the just, side. I it think just happens. You know, but you don't think, like, for – you know in the business. Like, for men, it's probably more natural that, mm-hmm. that there is a, you know, um, a massage that would have what they say a happy ending. But for women, is there is – there, uh, oh, there has to be. Yeah, sure. Yeah, absolutely. I knew you did it. <laughs> Jake was right. Um so anyway, all right. I don't know. How does the show get off on that tangent? Because it's like you, Ruth Chris, saying like no MSG on the front of their building. Uh, like when the massage places say uh, no sexual massages. 
No sexual. Does Ruth Chris? They don't. Oh, you mean if they said no? MSG. Yeah, like if Ruth Chris. Uh, that's how they advertised. And then you would. That would mean that there was MSG. Yeah, I'm glad I stopped the show for this. No. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. There's where I'm a nice guy. I might be put this there. Don't put that there. You know, I, I, you know, you haven't watched me a million times throw something in and then feel like, what did I do? So that's all right. We're all we're all good. We're all we're all loving, good, nice people. Can I say one thing about this? If so, you're going to attack Jake, I'm no, going to fucking come over I, there and I'm slap not. the living shit it's out. It's all going to be indirect. So what? He lobbed a piece of shit out here. You know what? You've never done it. I know I've done it. Here, here's the deal about massage. There's a difference between sexuality and sensuality, and all massages are sensual because you're touching people in, I, in I this get way. That. The idea is to make that that, sen- that sensual energy go into your body instead of the sexual out of the body experience. I, and, uh, and it's very therapeutic to be that relaxed that you 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 feel so great. So, yeah, but I understand that a massage, the sensuality is different than a release, and that's right. what we're talking about. We're right. talking about where you where the, you get to. And by the way, the best way is to if you probably get get it up front, just you know do that part up front <laughs> and then enjoy the massage. You know, you know. Um, uh, but uh, I had a woman once, a big German woman, get me in a lock hold, and she's like, "I'm going to jerk you off." But anyway, <laughs> all right, I made that up. <laughs> All right. Listen, hold on. I'm already sweating. Um, so to go slow, so I introduce. And also, uh, Joey Pfeiffer is a comedian that uh, we had a Joey Pfeiffer, right? Uh, uh, like Michelle Pfeiffer, only Joey Pfeiffer is a stand up comedian. He's been doing comedy for about two years. He emailed me. We had a little uh, email back and forth, and he's sitting in today. So, Joey Pfeiffer, ladies hey. and gentlemen. Hey, Joey Pfeiffer! Hey, I heard they were well dressed people! Hey, the Joey Pfeiffer! You know Joey Pfeiffer! Down the block! Joey's hanging out at the thing! Guess who's here? Joey Pfeiffer! Joey! Joey Pfeiffer! Not today, but any day! Joey Pfeiffer! I hear he spells his name with an F! Hey, yeah! Too good for the PH! Uh, the, the P is silent. Oh, okay, you gotta like uh... follow him on Twitter. <laughs> where's, it, where's Joey from? Did you say it? Because I didn't. Joey Pfeiffer. Yeah. Joe. Joe. Oh, oh, you know Joey. I don't know where Joey's from. I know Joey. I just know where he's from. I know Joey. I know he's. From. I just know where he's from. Oh, you don't know where Joey's from, huh? I know where he's from. I just don't know where he's originally from. You were one of the good guys. His parents live in Irvine area, but he's living in Brooklyn. I know now. that. I just thought he was where he's from somewhere else. You know Joey's from Brooklyn. <laughs> I thought he was from Philly. By the way, we've never done this for a guest before—a sit-in guest. You don't even have to do anything for this, but we've never we've never done this for anybody but the the actual guest, not just a sit-in. So you know, Oh, that ended quickly. <laughs> I thought it was going to be this long song. I guess. It, well, he says for the if it's just a guest, he can't. You know, <laughs> I love that it starts out all big. Joey, Joey, Joey. Fu- okay, everybody, that's it. That's all you get. So anyway, play that again. Why not? Is this Lynn? This is Lynn. Joey, 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 Joey. Fight for, 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 fight for
Well, by the way, the, 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 to, to what I should charge for in this show, and I would probably make more money, was the calls between me and lyricist Joe and Lynn trying to get these. Like, that one, could you picture me on the phone? You know? It's like, uh... I was like, Joe, 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 Joe. And Lynn's like, Joe, 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 Joe. Hey, Lynn, it's... It's... Hey, hello? Please leave a message after the tone. Lynn, it's... Lynn, it's Todd. Uh... Hey, could you make another jingle? Oh, I'm so sorry. But listen, I know it's five in the morning, but uh, and then you hear Teresa in the background. Anyway, all right. So there we got that, and then um, and and uh, and I'm very happy. It's going to be a good show. Remember, I'm going to remind everybody again, so I don't have to do no. It's all dirt. I remind myself that every week. It's dirt. Oh, what's that? Molded dirt. I molded it into a good watch. Oh, I molded that dirt into a car. Oh, I, it's just all dirt. Do you realize? At a young age, if we – I guess it's not going to work. We're a society on, built on people buying shit. But the best thing you do for your kids at a young age, even though everyone's going to always want shit, I get it, was just teach them, like, empathy and to stop buying shit. Yeah. To stop buying shit. How could you – we'll talk about that on another show. Okay. You go whack off her <laughs> <laughs> Every t- By the way, for the listeners – uh, a regular too. He's a regular. Right. And every time I call him to ask him if he could fill in for I somebody. I got to rearrange you with. This guy, I got to rearrange you with. We know. Come on. No one gets a massage every other day. This guy. The be best. honest. He's my favorite. How old is he? I don't know. I mean, this I can't talk about is my it, clients. You're right. Let You know what? Blur the name out. Seriously. Well, you those can say people, mind that. But. Okay. Well, no, no, no. He, I hope he wouldn't understand the twisted sense of humor of saying he gets, uh, he, nah, you're masturbating. True. He'll right. never listen to this. But, um, um. Is it true that you have a client, I won't say his name, you told me this in confidence, I'll edit this out, that where's a toupee on his crotch <laughs> because he had, his hair was thinning? Is this true? No, that's not true. That's not true? No. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. So, um, and again, I want the people out there in the massage community to understand, I, I get it, it's, it's, you know. Well, you know, the thing about it is, it's the first, it's, you hear it constantly, the jokes, but the f- fact is, it's, uh. You know, I used to make the jokes before I was a massage therapist, but it, you get it's it's so not what it's about. Can, can that I, I, I'm not even offended by can, it. Can I say like that? I I under I really don't. I'm not even joking around. Like I don't even think that there should be something embarrassing if there were places that did that. Like most of the places that do that are they call unlegitimate massage places. I think it should be legitimate. Like it doesn't have to be like because if you're if you're um, maybe I'm half kidding half serious but someone out there that knows me will understand the way I'm saying it. If you're not going to massage the, the 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 genitalia area, you're implying that that's dirty. Mm-hmm. And there's no part of the human body in the perfect world that's not dirty. If something that you massage it releases and 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 is is, is the unbelievable. If if someone out there does that and makes extra money, I I'm not kidding you around. To George Carlin. It, look, there might be shitty massage places that do it, and there might be some high end that someone does it on the side, like you know somebody that goes home and tells somebody like I actually make a little extra money. I see no shame in that, whatsoever. And if you don't see any shame in it too, good for you. If you because uh, seriously, I know if you have to do it because you're broke and you don't want to do it and it makes you feel dirty. Well, then that is something I would empathize with, something that nobody should ever have to do, something that makes them feel dirty. But if somebody does it and they don't feel dirty and they just figure, I massage the body, somehow in societally we are taught that that's a shameful area. I don't think it is. I, you know, 
you know. All right, I'll jack you up. How much are we talking about? (laughs) (laughs) After all that. There's a reason. Tom, can I get a massage tomorrow? No, I could never. That's disgusting. You're making me Uh, sick just thinking about it. Um, But seriously, you have any openings? (laughs) Maybe you can move out of the way. Who gets a massage every day? This not every guy. day. Every I know. Week. I'm kidding. Shut up. <laughs> you kidding? Not every day. What's he get? Once a week? Yes. I worked on two people yesterday, and and I usually try to put four or five people a week, and that's all I can handle with my other schedule. Did I ever talk to you about this? I think uh, I know um, a girl that told me this, and she was the first, oh, I should say woman, that, that said it this way. I thought it made so much sense. When you were giving a massage and you, the person has to turn over, mm-hmm. she goes, In the, I tell my friends to do this. They don't all do it. Turn around, and she goes, you're never supposed to really take your hands off the person, but obviously when they're flipping over, turn around and keep yourself busy for 30, 40 seconds. She, she goes, I do it on my own. No one taught me this. It's like bedside manner. You don't learn it in you know, for doctors, they don't learn that type of behavior in medical school. They have to hopefully learn it on their own mm-hmm. because sometimes people do get aroused, uh, guys, and they need time to, they're embarrassed because they got to flip over. I've mm-hmm. had it happen yeah, sure. with guys and girls. Yeah, Both. it just depends but on you, the client. You, but you should turn around, well, if you notice, they're not, but turn around and let them, in case it's happening, that they can get comfortable and they're not mortified. Turn around. Right. She goes, I just do fake business. I turn around and when it's a guy because you'd never know and I do some fake business and I let it let it settle. Mm-hmm. Sounds like I know a lot about this. <laughs> You've had a few massages. Oh, yes, I have. <laughs> Hello, everybody, as I drink my drink. Okay. I don't know what – listen. So let's – I think um, KC is here. I saw him lurking and looming. So why don't we do this? He is here. He is here. Why don't we let him in, and then we'll uh, – yeah, yeah. Here's what we're going to do. So what can we do? Oh, I want to play this real quick. Today, I, I held up a piece of paper that said, um, uh, uh, Jen, uh, I don't want to say what it said. It was Jen Kirkman listens to the show. It's like, oh, go, uh, go, I like Paul Tompkins, Paul F. Tompkins more than Jen Kirkman. So I held the piece of paper up for Jake. I go, Jake, can you read this? I didn't think he'd think about it. Meanwhile, I'm holding my phone behind it to record it so I could play it on the show over and over and over and over again. And Jake, being the inquisitive fuck that he is, uh, I could tell he was on to my shenanigans. I don't know why I was holding the phone behind the piece of paper. I just said, hey, read that, but don't like, overthink it. I just want to hear your dialect. Like, I say different words than you. So he, I want to play this real quick, and this is the interaction. You understand? Like, yes, I'm holding yes. a piece of paper. and then You're I trying wanna, to frame him. I want to sample it. Yeah. I like Paul F. Tompkins more than Jen Kirkman, and here's what happened. And you could tell when he... He rips up the piece of paper, and then he sees me holding my phone up behind the piece of paper with the record on it. Don't wear makeup. People will find out you have a face. He's saying oh, so What does that say to you, like in dialect? Read that. Oh, uh, it says... Honestly, with no dialect. That right there? Yeah. No! <laughs> I was so bad! <laughs> Why did I get so much joy out of that? He, he I knew it! He, he I knew, knew it. this was all a, all a trick! Oh, a year and a half of me. <laughs> <laughs> like, I waited. I got. I befriended him for a year and a half just to make him say that. He goes, I knew it. I'm on to you, Glass. All right, so let's do this. Let's, I'm, in, I, I, I'm in a great mood. I really am. Stop buying shit. People need to hear that. We're going to come back. We're going to get the business out of the way. It's going to be a fun show. Um, Nick rolled a joint in the other room. It took him seven hours. I was, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I've never seen anyone ground the pot down that much. No, seriously, maybe you can order it that way. Like, say, I want it like uh, paprika. You know, um, <laughs> matter of fact, it wouldn't be so bad to put a paprika in your pot. And that was my first book, Paprika in Your Pot, my first country. <laughs> first hit. Co- I'll do uh, drag it on for anything. Um, 
It would be like if uh, Ruth Chris. By the way, his sister used to date Ruth Chris. Who? Uh, she was boyfriend. Oh, uh, yeah. Her, my sister's boyfriend's grandmother was Ruth from Ruth Chris. But do you know that they uh, don't advertise MSG at their, outside their buildings? What do you mean? Oh, the bit before. I thought you were actually bringing like seriousness to it. Oh, Jesus. Nick read it. Oh, we forgot to do that. Okay. Let's take a break. Let's let Casey and everybody. Are you good? Yeah. Is everybody good? Do you want to say anything to people? You know, their earphones are in right now. You could whisper into the mic something to people. Hello. It's mostly all dirt. It's all dirt. No, mostly. Yeah, you still want stuff. It's okay, okay. but let it go. You don't need it. Every week, I'm going to tell you that. Well, if you got a problem, don't care what it is. If you need a hand, I can assure you this. I can help. I've got uh, two strong arms. I can help. This is our theme song. Like Rickles had his, this is ours. It would sure do me good to do you good. Let me help. Now we all rehearse this. You guys better have it down. You ready? Tom, just you. Okay, here we go. It would sure, it sure do me good. Do you good? good I can help. Yeah. Listen, before we even do, let's, Tom, before we even get to the business, go downstairs and let's introduce you properly. Okay. You ready? For real? Yeah. No, no, see, to George Carlin. Okay. Yeah, go downstairs. Hey, I was going to do the footstep. I know you were. I saw you. Right. But go downstairs. Hold on. Now, I'll get this microphone. We're all good, everybody. Hello, hello, So you put hello. it through the house? Three, four, one, two, three, four. And we're going to play that. Yes. Oh, okay. And uh, into there. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're doing it good for you, Tom. Just because sometimes we might take you for granted because you're part of the family, but you deserve a royal intro. Ladies and gentlemen, Tom Martin. Martin, everybody. Wow. Thank you. Thank you, JJ. We do it right. Man, that was beautiful. By the way, uh, 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 Joey Pfeiffer wasn't sure. He wasn't sure if the uh, trumpet playing was live, and it always is live. That's why when the music that he plays along with dies down, I always tell you to come in a little bit after it so people know. But I, don't, I never take the time, and I was thinking about this today. JJ, what a great energy. Always here when he plays. He's fun. Who needs Gabe anymore? <laughs> oh, such a... Gabriel, this guy's Gabriel, showing you up. Gabriel, this, you know, everybody's Gabriel great. just knocking at the door. Yeah, dude. Hello? Um, so, uh, so, 
so thank you, JJ. Always in good spirits. He's got to leave today at nine, and that's okay. So let's. I wanted to. Pl- I wanted to play that. I like to hear the trumpet so, so much. Good. Really good. He's a professional. What are you paying him? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> it's just dirt. <laughs> oh! Oh, <laughs> uh, that's right, Tom. When you when you lob out gems like that, we show it the respect it deserves. Damn. That was a, what I call exactly what I like. The music faded, but then you brought it home, like what I say in the business, a, a, a person fucker. <laughs> I don't say motherfucker anymore. You meant an SF. An S. A Slové. A Slové. A Slové. Association. Okay, listen. <laughs> uh, let's, Wit is not here this week. Um, so let's, let's get to this stuff. And hello, everybody at home. What are you doing? Look at you. You're on the treadmill? Um, let's go over some stuff here. Um, I did the, uh, I did, uh, <laughs> after that, so grandiose, and then, and then I do this, but that's okay. That's what we do. That's what we do. Everything's fine. We're going to do this, and I'm going to get some fresh air. I always talk about, um, well, let me, let me get this out of the way, too. Nobody wants to hear your ghost stories. I just wanted to tell you that. You know when people always have a ghost story? And by the way, I don't totally not believe in energies. Todd, I agree. Until one time. No, no. <laughs> because I know – because here's what happens. Like, I, and again, I think it's very important. By the way, someone cannot want to hear your ghost stories and not believe. <laughs> I uh, believe – I believe there's things out there we're not sure of. I, I can't explain it. I don't know if it exists or if it doesn't. But I, I think there's energies and and, 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 and you know, uh, types of things like that. <laughs> uh, who loves you more than these guys here? <laughs> and I just plowed past it. <laughs> That's one of my embarrassing moments when I re-listen to the show because Tom said something funny. You know what we should do to, to respect it? Give Tom. We made Tom. Play this. This is Tom. This is just for you. We Joey, made this. You like it? I love it. It's for you. Now you can substitute your own name. Here's my favorite part coming up. All right, that's it. Um, uh, (laughs) Ghost stories. Ghost stories. Thank you. (laughs) I guess when I put both my hands up in the air like this. (laughs) Um, So I do believe in there's energies out there. But when everyone tells their story, they're so positive. I was watching Ellen. By the way, I love Ellen DeGeneres. Me too. I fucking love her. She's hilarious. And just I love what she does on the show. I think she just had her anniversary. Since I got rid of cable, I end up watching like I flip through this – Short the few channels that I have, and I don't go home to watch anything. But when I'm flipping it for Judge Judy and Ellen, and um, I just they had her anniversary and they were flipping through some of the things she did. And God damn it, she's just utilizing that show and having so much fucking fun, and I love it. I really fucking love it, and I love her energy, and I love her kindness, and I, you know, doesn't, some, it, doesn't it seem like she's having a good time herself? Yes. And I think that's what makes it contagious for everybody. I think she's doing for her show. The last person I saw that that once the ratings were up, 
You know what I mean? Where you can do what you want, and then once it happens, you fucking do it with every everything you always wanted it to be was a show like Oprah. Uh-huh. Meaning, like, you know, Oprah had to do what she had to do in the beginning. And I'm not saying either were ever bad. I'm just saying once the ratings are up there, people can start taking control of their shows and doing exactly what they want and have a different budget and utilize that budget and do kind things and funny things and compassionate things and silly things and all over the, all over the place. And I love watching it. And um, so when I was watching the show, um, uh, she had a guest on. And their guest was telling a ghost story. And they always get to the part, I'm staying at the hotel. And upstairs, you know, it was late at night and there was a banquet going on. So, you know, I get it. You hear the noise from the banquet, that ever so familiar banquet. There's a wedding upstairs. And I just called down to the front desk. And this hotel was known to have guests. And I said, hey, there's this banquet. And, the, you, and I smell, there's no banquet. There's no wedding. And no one sits and listens to it. Even if it did happen, we're not there. So we can't go, oh, oh. It's like, so, so, so stop telling. I don't even, you know what? Let her tell the story. No, neither of them hurt anybody. Fuck me. <laughs> At least I can admit it. Anyway, um, so, uh, okay. This is an email I got. This is like lost in like, you know, when, when I, I said something that Will Anderson said about when you're fighting for somebody else's rights. I said that, it has to be, especially Will Anderson said, because he's a white male. So if he's fighting for somebody else's rights, it has to be right because he doesn't benefit by it. And it's funny when you do a show like this or when there's a radio show, someone emailed me and her name was, or yeah, I think, R-E-A-V-Z. And they said something that as soon as I read it, and, and my fault, because I went, oh, no, no, I didn't explain myself right. They go, well, you do benefit by it because obviously when women get to be Whatever they want to be, we reap the benefits of just having great people doing whatever they want. I know that. But what I mean is short term, you don't benefit by it. Right. If being fair to the world benefits you, yes, you do benefit by it. So you do benefit by it. But you know what I'm saying. Yes. You, you don't you don't you're, yes, you're if not you, if you're not arguing for being remaining in a position where you and only people like you can take certain jobs, then, uh, you know, that's what yeah, yes. then you don't benefit that way. But right. so 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 yeah. So so when the person read that, when the person said that, and they legitimately wrote that to me, right away you're like, Oh, if we were in the room and you would say that, I would go, Of course, of course, of course you benefit that way. But I think but I think you knew what I meant. Now here's I'm a little uh, maybe embarrassed about this, but it's not a big deal. Um whenever I talk about not using people's beings as an adjective I always forgot to add this one in. And I know the core listeners are like, of course, Todd, anybody's being, even though he doesn't mention this one. And I never realized that girls, and I was talking about this on Sklarbro Country. I know I say it probably wrong. Uh, And uh, with um, Dan Van Kirk uh, was part of the the show I did, and also Randy and uh, Jason. And uh, by the way, I really love those guys. We connect on... So many of our our thoughts that we get – I almost get so excited when I see them. And I brought this up, and they said there's a commercial that talks about it right now, uh, asking, you know, girls like, you know, what does throw like a girl mean? And younger girls today don't know what that means. Uh, And I realized I never include that in to don't use a person's being as an adjective. And uh, I'm, and uh, when, that's what I said I was a little embarrassed about because I should throw it in there. It should be in there. But the girls have to grow up knowing girl means lame. I throw like a girl. Man up. Don't be a pussy. And, um, yeah, that, that, for someone that thinks, oh, is that a big deal? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Who the fuck wants to grow up 
and you know throw like a girl like means your your existence means lame how that became synonymous with lame like you throw like a girl i don't know maybe that's when women didn't you know do certain things and it's so funny you have to be sort of I know I had a half-finished sentence. You have to be sort of so uninvolved to think that women can't do whatever they fucking want to do. Because whatever they decide they're going to do, they do it fucking great. It seems absurd now to go like that. I remember back in the day someone would say, would you go to a woman doctor? (laughs) Ooh, it makes me feel. So whatever, whatever they've overcome, they fucking do. And they do it just as good as anybody fucking else does it. Right. So who thinks there's things they well, can't I, do? The, the best boxer I've ever seen is this woman who, from Ireland who won the gold medal in the Olympics, his last Olympics. Her boxing technique is so tight and perfect. It's better than any guy you've ever seen. And she just destroyed the competition all the way up to the gold medal match. And are there women, women box women? Or yes, women yeah. box women. But her technique is so good. Like, if you watch boxing at all. Does she box like a girl? She boxes like a boxer. You I can't know? make She's jokes anymore? She's so tight. I can't believe I can't make <laughs> jokes anymore. Um, what's her name? Katie something. I can't think of her last oh, name. Oh, Katie from the show? Yeah, yeah, no. no the, the Katie producer? Levine, yeah. Katie, Katie, look was, at you knowing all the names. Yeah, Katie Levine boxes for Ireland. So, so anyway, but that was just my point, that I, that I, that I am aware of that. And uh, I love when I talk to the Sklars that, uh, forget which one has a daughter, and he's saying, yeah, they're not, you know, you, there's some people that use that language in front of their daughters. You know, they, in front of the man up, mm-hmm. grow a pair. You know what I mean? Yeah. They should, but they don't want to mirror that behavior because then they could go like, uh, you know, uh, grow a cunt. <laughs> you know, like if the if the women picture if the women were, uh, you know, the, it was it was flipped in this world. And picture how that would sound if you were a guy. Grow a cunt. You say to your son, "Come on, woman up. Grow a cunt. Don't be a don't be a penis. Yeah, you know, don't be like a woman. Grow a cunt. Come on. Put your put your put your woman pants on. Don't be. What do you throw like a guy? Anyway, so that's it. That's it. That's what. That's all I wanted to say. Do what you fucking want, people. Um, <laughs> so I think that's it. And by the, uh, okay. So I think that's it. That's all I really wanted to say. I just realized that the other day that I always include everything. Don't use, you know, Jew me down. Anybody's being is an adjective. And I thought I always forget that one. And that must, and I always like when I can find someone else's plight and fight the fight. Cause it seems not so self-serving. Right. You know, so I was happy to find that out. All right. That's what I think of that. And look at you. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, in studio today, before we take a break, uh, maybe we do play. Um, do we have? Oh, we forgot Tom's Man of the Year. I think we could. Let's take. Let's. Are we doing that? No, no, we don't have to do anything. We're fine. I'm so excited. How what you are you most excited about, Todd? I mean, if you had to list your number two thing, number one oh, thing. Oh, Tom, this is what you've done on and the your show. your absolute most exciting thing that's happened to you today in the show. Let's hear what it would be right now. Tom. Yes. You've done this before on the show. You're what are you it. talking about that I've done, Todd? You're doing it effectively. Ten past the hour. <laughs> <laughs> Todd, I told you. I love that you I'm did. Did ad- you take a course? I took an, I'm an advanced course. Well, now. why do you just say ten past the hour? Well, because when you're on the radio. Yeah, but you're you not. Give, you're not li- Todd, you're just I went it. to a UCLA extension course about how to talk on the radio. You and don't just randomly Todd, get Todd, if you're feeling insecure about my professionalism and the way I pronounce words, go ahead and say it straight to my face. Don't talk behind my back. 10-15. That part. What, do you, what is... Tom, I love you to death, but what you, you, you're just randomly... We're with Todd get- Glass. He's accusing me of something. I'm not sure what no, you're yet. You're not even listening to me. You're doing... 10-22 past the hour. Okay, that's... 10-22 past the hour. 
Todd, you're not being you. The reason I have we're you with on... Todd Glass. He's pointing at no. me now, gesturing no. wildly. No, Seems Tom. like it's getting out of hand. I might call security, even though it's no, his Tom, show. You're not thinking. Ten twenty-five like, past the hour. We'll be right back after this. With Todd Glass, take it away. See what's going on? I just no, you don't sound. This is not that type of show. Todd, you know me off there. This is how I talk. I don't. I never heard you off there. Any luck? That's okay. Man of the year. You wanted to do something with your man of the year, well, did you find it? Shut up. Yes, you did, you motherfucker. I see it on your face. No, I really, I really didn't. To George Carlin, you didn't. Yeah. To George Carlin, you didn't find it. What? What did you play? Play it. I got to know what you have up up your sleeve. There's something. Oh, okay. <laughs> I love that. You're giving your man of the year. Well, I can't imagine person. who you're giving it Let to. Let me tell you. Uh, no, you're serious about it. Oh, yeah, this. yeah. There's a, there's a person that you know him by several names we've known him by. Now, hold on, uh, hold on. I've got to stop you. We're gonna, you're going to give your man of the year away. Yes. This is, I'm going to talk about this on the opening of the show. I want people to be ready for this. Then we're going to take a break. We're going to get fresh air, and we're going to get silly in this room. Okay. But you're really giving your, your – your, this is like an event. This is like uh, – this is like uh, – Ladies and gentlemen, I have an announcement to make. There's a certain participant in the show, a person that you've known by many names throughout the years, a person that's contributed so much to this show and to society in general, a person who has a certain musical ability, whether it's to write – Jingles, or whether it's to add lyrics, patriotic. or whether it's this is, just this is, this to, feels to just teach people music. But most of all, to a person that can entertain, and entertain through rhyme and jingles. I, Tom Martin, Man of the Year, first half of 2014, hereby declare and pass my Man of the Year award to Jingle Joe, a.k.a. Lyricist Joe McKenzie. With it, the ten kittens you have to take care of. <laughs> it came with kittens. This is just so you're you're like man of the man of the year. I don't mean to take it away from. It makes me like more Joe. man of the year the way I did that. Well, like he's the man of the year, but you're the man of the man of the year. Like you're in charge of the man of the you're in charge of the man of the year because nobody with you. It's such a selfless act that you you. That's you, how we are, men of the year. That's how we are. I never thought about yeah. it so that modest. way. Very so, modest. Yes. so modest. So oh, very modest. Oh, oh mo, mo, modest. Very modest. Very oh, and dist. Oh, yes. Yeah. Very modest. They're talking about how modest I am. Ma modest. I've never seen anybody. Mother I've never seen anybody like being so modest. Yes. They're really impressed how modest I am. There's a lot of chatter about my modestness. I don't blame them. That's how I am. I'm the kind of person who's just modest. Modest. You should play for the band Modest It's not that big a deal, you know. It's I'm just modest. Yeah. You know, I don't think about it all day. I'm very... <laughs> My favorite thing is the, the last guy <laughs> rambling. <laughs> And that was KC over there. <laughs> He's God in my book. <laughs> all right, listen, everybody. Um, we... Tom, do me a favor... I always love um, uh, your. I'll find it. I'll find it. Your 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 stories. Now I remember once before you told us how you got. St- no, we'll do that when we come back. <laughs> All right. Good. Talk about a tease, you son of a guns, you son of a bitch. Um, do you want oh, me to take us out, or do you, can, you think you can handle this, Todd? <laughs> 
Do you like this? Because there's more of this when we come back. Play this now. Tom Martin, Tom Martin, Tom Martin, Tom Martin, Tom 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 Martin, 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 Tom Martin. We'll be back. God, this is fun. I have a boner. Civility? Uh-uh. I don't want everybody. I want organized chaos. <laughs> Are you recording that? Oh, you can come back in with that. That's what people, I want people to hear. What I was saying. That's me off, this, off the show. You motherfuckers. I want you to have the most fun you've ever had your entire life. Feel silly, but keep your body organized and nothing on the table. <laughs> it's like this. Come in here and let your guard down and just fucking be as silly as you want. And just there's no judgment. It's going to be a great space. But while you're here, sit up. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be a slob about your fun. Yeah, come, Keep your McFlurry outside with the ugly cup. <laughs> I want you to come in here and just I want there's no judgment. If you if you throw something out there and it's super silly and it didn't it you didn't feel it it landed right, that's okay. That's how comfortable you're gonna be. You're gonna not clam up and you're gonna be silly too. And as you do all that, don't put any shit on the table. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being funny, right? Yes. Okay. That's why you're here to remind me. <laughs> Tom. Yes, Todd. <laughs> That's why I have you here Just for you to do that I never get tired of it It's fucking just the best every time Yes, Todd we're, we're... Are we on the air right now? Are we, are we recording this? So I talk See, We're off the air and I'm talking like this It proves this is how I talk It's my natural voice Five past the hour We're Todd Glass show Our guest tonight is Todd Glass I don't know I'm going to have a nervous breakdown it's so enjoyable. You know why it's so over the top? Okay, five past the hour. This guy's not, he's like a psychopath. If but, you had to analyze that guy, I know it's a character, but for, this, for the hell of it, may pretend he exists. Now break it down and analyze it like a therapist. Can I, and, and let me go at it first. There's an illness. Yeah, he's insecure. Insecure? The guy is not, he's randomly giving the time. Yes, but he has to fill the air. He likes the sound of his voice. <laughs> He isn't sure what to say, so we'll say the time. But mostly he's insecure about his own voice. So he loves the one he puts on. <laughs> I love that you're, you're taking orders well. Orders? Remember, who did I say orders to? And they went, orders? I was like, no, not orders. Suggest Paul Tompkins. <laughs> Paul F. Tompkins. Holy shit, put an F in there. I'll never hear the fucking end of it. Oh, my God. Woo! I have a message from him. And, uh... Please leave a message after the tone. Don't play it yet. Don't play it yet. Don't play it yet. Well, uh, legal reasons, I can't play this message, Paul F. Tompkins. Why not? Because he's le he legally says that I'm not allowed to play it. So I had to put a defibrillator on his voice, like the devil sound almost. Oh, really? Yeah, because legally I have to defibrillate. You know what right. I mean? Like I have to just like you have to you can show that footage if you uh, if you blur it. Right. So we're blurring out blurring out his voice, but it's Paul F. Tompkins. But you can still say Oh it's no, him. it's him. Oh it's him. <laughs> well you can decide who you think it is. I'm not telling you who it is. Please leave a message after the tone. 
Hey, Todd. It's Paul F. Tompkins. You motherfucker. You fucking leave the F out of my name, you piece of shit. You fuck, I should come down there right now and jack your dumb Jew gay face right up a fucking against that building. There's an F in there for a reason. Because it means something to me, you little fuck. You Mark Marin son of a bitch, scumbag piece of shit. Wow. I know why he didn't want it on now. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't want you, that. You're like either. the dumbest guy in the world figuring it out. Now I know why he doesn't want this heard by anybody. Tom, you're doing a great job. Uh, you know what, Tom? We like to we go big because the bigger you go up front, sometimes I think, don't do what we're about to do. Flurry it out a little. Talk a little like some of these other podcasts. We just I, no one gives a shit. People want jingles and happiness. Mm-hmm. And this is what I provide people. Mm-hmm. So I get to it. We'll talk later. We'll come up with shit. I got bits to do tonight. But I want to play you your new your intro that you deserve. Is this the thing you were teasing at the end of the last? Well, last I break? think I, I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah, you said something about this oh, coming the, up. Oh, yeah, I think there was something like that. So can you guys come over here, please, and stand behind us? And we'll sort of, if you want to come over too. Like, we're creating a chorus. Okay. Right? Would, would you say, you, you, we can sit, but yes. <laughs> What's wow, up? everybody's if you're playing through the house. the table. Yeah, I will. Okay. You They're became all... like this mirage. Like, it's like <laughs> hi. It was like the friendliest mirage I've ever seen. I looked over at Jake, and his whole energy was like so friendly. It was, like, <laughs> it was good. It was like... And I'm like, oh, what, what's up? <laughs> and he, he asked me if we were going to play it through the house. <laughs> All right, that's not the best story in the world, but what are your stories so great? <laughs> I insult myself and I defend myself. All right. What's so going on we're here, gonna, Tom? We're gonna, so here's I'm, what I want to... I'm, I'm uh, looking at Todd oh, Glass Nick, and Jake Nick. and then a quartet of, I, of guys behind you who look like up to something. No, here's what I say. Dudes. Here's what I say. Like, I think, Nick, I want him in it, but if he goes to video it, then you won't be in it, Nick. So do you want to video it? Let's do it. Let's video this. Because I think this is—it's now a trio. Yeah. So what? what but Tom, you're visually explaining it right. I told the other guys. I told, um, um, uh, of course, uh, Joey Pfeiffer. Hey, <laughs> hey, Joey Pfeiffer, everybody from Brooklyn, Irvine. I'm Joey Pfeiffer. I'm in from Brooklyn. I'm in the seven month four. Maybe I'll come up and grace you. This is—I mm. thought of a, oh, oh, that would be if he was an Italian mafioso. Um, I would like to go. I get lost. You got I got lost. Got some in dudes the bit. stand behind you. What are we oh, doing? Oh yeah. So here's what we're doing. Thank you very much. That's you know like what Ed McMahon used to do for Johnny Carson, when he would forget where he was at. I don't know if that ever happened. So anyway, um, we, so we're in like a quartet. You said it well. We have a pre-recorded thing here, and we'd like to play you in with the love that you deserve. Okay. So that's and a lot of Tom. Love. Right now. Okay. Here we go. Yes. This is going to be great. Tom, 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 Tom Martin. Tom, 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 Tom Martin. Tom, 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 Tom Martin. Tom, 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 Tom Martin. Tom, 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 Tom,
Tom? You seem to be able to act like you're handling the amount of love that's being thrown your way. Let me, let me finish. Everyone's quieted down in the background, but let the music keep going. We're going to do this to George Carlin until you admit that it's oh, too much love. You can try to fake it, but we're going to do this until you can't handle it. Because okay. I'm in this room, and I wish it was me they were singing to. Because it's got to feel fucking great. It's a lot of love okay, being well, thrown at you. Okay, let's do it again, you. but hit the tin part more. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank oh, you. That was just pure joy to do that. Ladies and gentlemen, please take your seats and, 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 and recreate a civilness in this room. Let the chaos that's happening right now as we move back to our seats be short-lived. <laughs> Let it be short-lived. Let us straighten our chairs in a nice fashion. And there we go. Hold on one second, please. Todd Glass. Going to return to the microphone. <laughs> Moving your head one inch to the left. One inch. Well, I was afraid I might lose the crowd. Hey, people don't give you a lot of time these days. You're one second, you're not funny. They're like, well, maybe there's something better. So whenever I move away from the mic, I always, that's why you hear me go, hello, hello, hello. I'm going to leave that mic and join this mic. It, it reminds me of like the, the fun bossiness they have at Disneyland when you're on one of like those hippo rides or something. Oh, where, I wanted to do that so bad. I don't they're know like, they're telling you it's fun, but they're reminding you to behave within the terms of the Disneyland contract. How about... On the, some of those rides, they don't have really that much to tell you when they tram you around, so they start really making hey, up shit about right. what shit. What do they do to you? When they tram you around. <laughs> you, get a, you, go, you go on a tram. <laughs> at, you know when you go on a tram? Yeah, what, you, what are you talking about? <laughs> so you go on a tram, and they, and they have to make up facts, so sometimes they have some legitimate stuff, but sometimes they don't, so you hear them like fluffing up shit that no one gives a shit about. They're like... And ladies and gentlemen, if you look to that fountain to your right, that pumps over 700,000 gallons of water a day. Meanwhile, there's some kid in the fucking tram. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> With his parents. You know, he's like 15. And he goes, uh, I'm going to fucking put a bullet through my head. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you look to your right, that's where they shot Lassie, the movie you've never heard of. I, I had that's a right. That's a good, no one gives a fuck anymore. I had an office on uh, Universal. You know what I'm saying, by the way, and it's it's very. You no, it's, I had an office on Universal, and every once in a while, the, the tour would go by us constantly, and then the Spanish tour would come by, and then they would say the same thing in Spanish, and so I would know that across from my office was La Oficina de Alfred Hitchcock. <laughs> <laughs> See, Tom, you have the stories. That's why you're with us the whole hour. Can tonight. that fill a book? Tom, you got more than a book. I know. Hey, what? You think it's a joke to write a book? 
No. No, you seem like no. I was reading your book. book. I put and a lot it's a really good that. book, but a lot of what I'm getting. Shut up, it, everybody! Let the Todd Glass situation. Let him talk. Todd, nobody. Todd, nobody else was interrupting him. I just don't want you. If he's something to say, I don't know what it is. Todd, you're aware of this book, the Todd Glass situation, available on Amazon. I write a lot. I do a lot of stuff. I think I did something. Yeah, yeah. You wrote this book anyway. I'm reading it. One of the things that I'm enjoying it. Seriously, no joke. The Todd Glass situation, voted number one by the Book Club Association of America. Let's get that disco ball going. This is the show that I've become. I put a disco ball on. Right, Can you take it out I'm, of the house? I'm reading a lot of your stand-up stuff, and a lot of the time Thank our, our career has branched off, and you kept doing stand-up, and I got into writing, and, mm. and I look at all of your- I never forgave you uh, for that. I, I look at your stuff you did after that, and I think, man, I missed out on a lot of fun stuff. You like know, I know a lot of it is just you're opening your heart, but I'm thinking, shit, I could have been there. And, no, because stand-up- uh, Instead of in the office of Alfred Hitchcock. You know what, though? I think that's why you can love even- I think missing it, I think coming here, you get a big dose of it. Right. Yes. I hope. Yes, definitely. Because it's fun to have you here, and then you get a big dose of that hanging out with stand-up comedians. And I think what it means overall is opposed to be a negative thing of like, why did I leave that? You didn't leave that. That's who you are. So you've taken it with you, that silliness and that. Does that make sense? Yes, what I'm totally. Saying? Yeah. yeah, I know what you mean. It's like, oh, I missed it. But no, you did. You, you, you wrote. And it's, but I think it's what is cool about you is that you – like a lot of comedians that get to that point where they don't do it anymore, they're aware. They're like, fuck, that was fun. Like, that's great to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. And you know when I see it and I really admire someone without mentioning names, when somebody gets to be very, uh, like, extremely famous and then they're out hanging out with comedians, I genuinely just because they fucking crave it. I get it. Like, where else can they fucking go but, like, maybe to the improv where they can hang and just be it's – a, it's a great it's – it's something uh, that's very special. Am I making yes, any sense? Yes, definitely. Yeah. Oh, God, I'm nervous. I'm going to have to edit. I don't know what the fuck I just said. Did I mention, did I mention Tom Arnold? <laughs> what if that was my fear? I want you to talk to me about, because you, you have great insight. That's for sure. How do, you, how do you get into this business? Well, how do you get into this business? Well, I'll tell you how you get in this business. You start out with a dream, blah, Todd. Blah, blah, blah. Start with a dream blah, and a certain blah, amount of blah, talent blah, and maybe a, a goal and a, a, blah, blah, a drive blah, to tell a story. Blah, blah. Interesting. A Very interesting. I'm not lying. You, you're interesting. You know, early on, I wasn't sure I had what it took to be a great writer, but I, I gave it what I could, and I, I never got an A in English class and stuff like that, but then I realized that if you can get interesting thoughts, like I'm talking now, interesting stuff, you just get that interesting idea out on paper, and people are going to love it. You know, it's just like a conversation, a fascinating, fascinating conversation to have with You make good points. Yes, I know. That's what I, I do. I, I make good points in my conversation, in my writing. Even my thoughts are fascinating to me. I wish I could just take my thoughts and just put them right on the paper so people could just hear every single little detail that's going on in my head. Because I find them spellbinding. And I think most people would, too. If they could just get an uninterrupted stream of the great stuff that just goes on in my head. It's not, it's not that it's so exciting. It's that it's just... It just gets you, and you just, you just, it's a page turner without pages. I mean, the way you can, I just line up thoughts one after the other. They don't even have to be connected. Like, I could be talking like, hey, uh, I like, I like gum. I like chewing gum. And the next thing you know, we're talking about sports or politics. And this is all going on in my head. 
You know what I'm saying? It's like, look, I know that everyone thinks their thoughts are interesting and everyone wants to hear them, but the difference is mine are. I mean, you should hear them. I'll tell you what, you can, because I am going to tell them to you with words that are spoken, but also with words that are written on paper. Sometimes they'll have someone even read them. They're called actors. Now, a lot of the times when you see an actor talking, it's something that a writer wrote, a fascinating writer with fascinating, interesting thoughts going on in their head all the time. And that's how my brain works. Really interesting. It's, it's, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to let you have access to my thoughts by buying a DVD of something I wrote. Oh, heck. I'll just keep talking, and you'll give it to you for free. Well, I don't know, free. If you really want to hear my continued thoughts, I'll let you. But you're going to have to rewind this podcast and have another listen. So there's a lot of stuff that you probably missed from the get-go. I suggest you get listening. But wait, I'm not finished yet. Okay, I'm almost finished. Don't hit that 15-second button. Hit it in reverse five times. Oh, heck, I'll give you ten more seconds. I've been Tom Martin, and I've been talking. I hope you enjoyed it. The Todd Glass Show. Good stuff. I love. I really loved it. You know, you, you just have good insight. Well, I just made a lot of good points. Oh, well, yeah, you, you, uh, hey, here's the meanest thing I could do to you in a bit. So I w- I'm going to break the bit okay. for a second, talk to you. I'm not going to make you do this. But, you know, whenever you throw somebody something, you want to, bl- you have to understand they might be exhausted. So here's something I would throw to you if not taking that in consideration. Okay, so I, I, and I was thinking about doing it, but I changed my mind. But we're going to test it, but okay. we're not going to really do it. Well, anyway, yeah, those are great stories. Hey, uh, <laughs> those are great stories. T- tell the, tell the, talk about the uh, what you were specifically saying about remembering faces. That was great. Remembering, remembering faces. Oh yeah. Well, you know, some people, it's like they don't have the ability to even remember a face. Whereas I remember everyone I've ever seen. You know. Okay. I didn't know. Do you have the energy to do that? Of course. <laughs> you should. I'm on a roll. Just. Talking, it's just Tom, you know, spewing nonsense you? Okay. all day. I'll do that. I'm gonna. Can you do me a favor and grab me a bottle of water? <sighs> they spoil me around here. <laughs> you know, somebody that sets the standards for what they have to be treated like so low, so they can claim somebody spoils them. Like that's a comedic bit. Like you know, uh, you want a hamburger? Oh, they spoil me around here. <laughs> like, well, not really. They're giving you a hamburger. Come on, this shit's good. You want fries with that? If I, thank you very much. Hey, thanks for saving me. Jesus Christ. At least one of you threw in the life raft. I'm My ride's time. here. No, don't, it wasn't. If I it's didn't not hear here, it. don't mess with the game, Tom. What? If the ride's not here. No, I mean, you misunderstood. I called Uber. Oh. My bad. <laughs> I, yeah. Listen. Um, so talk about... I don't want to... Hold on, hold on. We got stuff to do. You know what? Did you hear this? I don't know if you've heard these yet, but... Um, I mean, we're going to get new ones next week, but until then... I had one anchovy. That's why I didn't have two anchovies. Mitch Hedberg's jokes. So you just put these through one of those talking machines? Mm-hmm. I just... like rice. Rice is great if you want to eat 2,000 of something. <laughs> it shows you how funny they are that Thank anything you. could say it. And it's Thank funny. you. It's so tight. You know what I said? 
that's exactly what I said. I didn't. I I wasn't gonna go into it, but now that you're pulling it out of me. By the way, can I compliment our podcast? Because uh, what is this? Every type of silly. We look at us now. We're like those other podcasts. Oh, we're just talking. No sound effects. Don't even to George Carlin. Don't even play a sound effect right now. I want to prove. I mean, don't go too long. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> When I say don't play one for a while, I mean five seconds, unless we got to keep. I find that a doc's opinion of me is very much influenced over whether or not I have bread. Okay, so what I was going to say was, sometimes there's a comedian that yes, they might have. I don't want to use the word an affectation, but the ones that you love, it's because yes, you're aware that there's an affectation to their voice, but their jokes are fucking brilliant, no matter what. And yes, and they happen to have this delivery that's very infectious. Like, I love Dan Mintz. And his jokes are funnier than... It's not like he would ever use that to sell something that wasn't funny. Like, So that's why I love watching someone like him. Because, uh, you know, yeah, I enjoy the affectation. There's just something... I don't... You know what I mean? Yeah. Same with Mitch Hedberg. But the jokes, exactly what you just said, they're fucking yes. great yes. jokes. Yeah. That you could tell across the board, yeah, everyone just well written, yeah. fucking right. No I'm, wasted material, just tight comedy. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, that's what I was saying about these. <laughs> My manager's cool. He gets concerned. He says, "Mitch, don't use liquor as a crutch. I can't use liquor as a crutch because a crutch helps me walk." Can I tell you something? Mitch told me when he was alive. He said that one when he didn't like. He used to tell me all the time. Really? Oh, sure. He'd call swear, me up. Swear, I have, swear to George Garland? No. <laughs> I wanted to act like, like we had some... Mitch would call me Todd, in the middle I know of the about night. your ghost stories, and I, I just... <laughs> this one thing I just want to say. I heard that certain times comedians can... can uh, that are dead can come into a computer... And I'm wondering if that's something that's happened here. Like, what if Mitch Hedberg haunted that computer and he's telling the jokes? So all of a sudden he starts saying jokes that you didn't even record in that voice. Would that blow your mind? Um, why am I chewing gum into the microphone? I guess maybe I've lost control. Anyway, I'm going to put that right in there. I think Tom just killed Aristotle. <laughs> well, Aristotle knows about ghosts because a ghost told him to work this job, remember? He oh, that's right. <laughs> well, there's sort of truth to that, right? Yeah. Look at us just talking like regular shows. I know. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, were we were we playing jingles? Is there music? Oh, we're just we're like those morning shows. And you go out there on the corner and throw hot dogs at people's cars, and we'll videotape it. They always have you know an intern on the show, and Dan's down there at the gas station waving his cock to the 98.7 <laughs> listeners. He's gonna wave his cock. Beep your horn if you see his cock. We got crazy Danny waving his cock down there. So give us a listen. K one one hundred. We got some good stuff. By the way, they don't exist that much anymore. Um, a lot of times when you do being on the positive side, like when you do radio, it ends up the ra- there's a lot of good radio out there. You go in the morning show. Audio 98. Audio 98. It's a new sponsor. But anyway. Todd, um, you know I'm glad to be hold on, here, let me, right? let me, Todd, let me say this. Let me finish my thought. Okay, Todd. But what you have, I'm sure, is very fun. Okay. Um. What was I going to... Oh, now you're not going to help me because it means that you no, get no. to go next. No, I'll help you. No, you I'm won't. totally not thinking about my joke. Oh, yes, you have to I'm be. I'm not no leaning way. into you're the like, microphone in anticipation waiting for my turn. <laughs> then you're a nun. Who wouldn't be? If you want to talk and the other person wants to talk and they forget what they're saying, usually it puts you in a good mood. You can tell And that's where you're at right now. I can't stop you from going. All I'm saying As is As a this. friend, you might want to help I'm me. I'm happy to be here. You know that. Of course <laughs> I do. You know I'm happy to be I here. D- I do. And I love Rory. 
And I'm sorry he's not here. I just wonder why he thought leg day was more important than your show. I well, saw him at the gym, and he said, i got to do legs today. And I thought, well, all right. Wait a second. Tom, do you hear what you're saying? Yeah. Leg day. He leg told day. me that he had a barbecue with some, on the... I, well, yeah. He mentioned he was going to a barbecue well, after leg. Oh, it sounds like you're covering for him. No. Jay, watch this bullshit. He said he had to uh, go to his sister's uh, f- a funeral. Yes, he mentioned after... Ah, I made that up. I made that up. Well, he no, he no, said the no, truth he also, was he, mentioned he, he, he was just going, got a promotion and he had a barbecue. That's what he did. That's what he said. He didn't do that either. All right, that was my great bit. I was going to interrupt <laughs> the whole show for. It was hilarious. Tom, I'm so genuinely lost right now. So you, you, you were going to do another hilarious bit, and I killed it. Tom Martin. <laughs> you didn't kill anything. Can I tell you? Tom Martin. That's what I would do if I had my own button here. Stop. Uh, for one second. I want to say that um, two things I want to say. You didn't kill anything. Like, that's the opposite of the environment I want here. You, you got lost, maybe, but I got lost, too. So you're still in good company. You, 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 can't, you, can't get, like, you, you can't get people to be silly if when they get lost. And I, by the way, you know why I say this? I'm being totally serious to George Carlin because I guess that's what I want. I want this. Like, I'll get silly, and I promise I hope it'll be so fun because we just let ourselves get to a silly place. Once in a while, we'll get lost. Just always let me know I'm comforted. And then I swear when people tell me that after a show, they go, you know when you ask for that? I'm with you. I'm okay. And I'm like, ah, oh, that makes – it does help you. Does yeah. that make sense? Yes, yes. So that's why I'm giving it to you. You seem to be – and I know I'm overreacting a little, but you seem to go, what happened? I just stopped something. You didn't stop anything. But what were you doing? Seriously. You I'm, a a sen- I'm a sensitive guy. Here. Well, let me tell you. Yeah, what do you mean? Well – can I ask you a question? Sure. Because I, I was disrespectful before what I did. I want to apologize to you. I want to, um, yeah, I want to, I want to uh, apologize. Uh, yeah, I got it. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. I, I know. It's probably me that's overthinking it. You plan wanna... your apology apologies pretty <laughs> thoroughly. <laughs> the way you leaned into it. Well, First we're really thought. sorry about what happened. All right. We're really sorry. <laughs> oh, I guess I can accept it. I l- but I think you have great insight, and I want to apologize for it. I sort of made it. I did. I, but playing that song behind you was very disrespectful. It really was. How and so? I'm be- Because you have something to say, and I was just writing it off, like, because it seems like whenever you talk, it's a little self-aggrandizing, gra- I guess they could say. But, but, I, but, I, but, I, but, you're, but you do have a lot to offer, and I forget your education and your background and your struggles. So let me ask you a question. Okay. How do you meet an attractive girl like your girl? That's got to be a great story. What's uh, the trick to meeting the girl you want to spend the rest of your life with or a significant other? Got a minute? Yeah. All right, I'll tell you. I what really want to know. No jokes. All right, this is serious. Blah, blah, I'll tell you. Blah, 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 I mean, if you want to get into the relationship of your dreams and have your fairy tale ending, well, let me tell you what it takes. It takes an open mindedness. It takes a willingness to work hard. It takes a willingness to identify that special person for you. I'll tell you, the year was 1986. The place UC Irvine. The class was French. There was about, I don't know, 18 guys, 18 girls and two guys in the class. And would you know it, one day, this gal walks in, and she, um, she had something. I don't know what it was. Perfect ass, perfect tits, and a great personality. And I said, say, 
I'd like to get to know her. But you can't ask a gal out on the first day of class, or you could be looking bad if well, are you guys still interested in the story? Because hold on, hold on, we're still in the pause here. Jake just, put, Jake just goes to me like he take my headphones off motion. I go over, he goes, Todd. He goes, I, I looped it. So we're like, oh, like if I didn't know, I'd tell you the truth. I would have thought maybe that's a three minute song. I could sit here. But he, the, I realized that would never end. Never. So I thought, like, how long could have Tom done it if we didn't aware, if Jake didn't notify me that he has looped I, this? I would just keep talking, but I was worried that, like, this is a bit, but it's also oh, maybe Jesus really boring. Oh, boring. I wasn't paying bitch. attention. The only thing you're <laughs> so, boring. Good. And it, it was working. The only, thing, the only thing that you would bore. Okay, let me get this right because it's a nice compliment here. The only thing you would bore is someone that liked to be bored. Damn. You know what I mean? Someone that goes, I want to go out tonight and be bored. And then they met you. They go, well, I'm certainly not bored. Let's try it with Todd Glass. <laughs> Wait, that makes Todd, sense what I just said, right? one time that your favorite form of transportation is the automobile. Tell us about that. I'm not going to fool. You think I'm a moron, don't you? Well, yeah, I think you're going to tell us about your love of the automobile. I actually heard that you had a history no, of buying different types of cars. For that. No, 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 no. I know what you guys are trying to do. You can't make me... All right. Fall for that thing I made right. you, you do. Me. Blah, blah, blah. And why I tell you what, why don't you right. grow up? Hey, hey, Tom, take it like a man. I got you two times, okay? All right, we'll change Dude, the subject. We'll stop trying to... F- try, stop. Hold on, I went whoa, to whoa, this whoa. hotel recently, and I don't know if they changed the bedspread. Oh, anyway. Jesus Christ, I can't stand that. Can I, look, I'm not going to go off on a tangent, but let me just tell you this. Um, blah, 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 they, they, blah, I don't, blah. I cannot blah, blah, believe blah, blah. that they don't... Just, you know, I'm paying $100 for a night for a hotel. It's too much to go. I want a clean sheet. No, seriously. No, no, no. Listen to what I'm saying. Okay, is it too much? I understand. I have to touch the carpeting. You have to touch the rugs. I get it. But can, but what, can I pull up against my face? Can it, can it be clean? Can you zip it in? Can you, even if you have a down comforter, can you zip it in a sheet that's clean? I don't give a shit even if the sheet, the, 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 the down comforter cleans every week. But do I deserve a zipper around the thing that's used from the customer before me? Do I deserve a zipper around it? No, I should accept that it's sandwich in between two sheets and then it might slip out and legitimately in the middle of the night there's a good fucking chance zip it in so I'm not worth that you son of a bitch gotcha Todd how's that feel can I tell you how it makes me feel sure I'll tell you yeah tell us how it makes you feel I want to apologize you've been nothing but a good friend to me you've been you've been what does friendship mean to you Tom Tell me that story you once told me about forgiving people. Well, I that think really motivated me. It went something me. like this. You can oh, harbor so in your heart so a feeling of blah, 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 not blah. forgiveness. So but who stupid. are you hurting then? So if you stupid. are not, He's if you're carrying around a sense of anger blah, 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 rather than blah, getting past it, then who are you blah, hurting? Blah, blah, Maybe blah, if you blah, would just... Blah, 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 Tom. What? Listen, I want to. Uh, I want you to do this bit right now. You are you you are covering for somebody, 
uh, you're a police sketch art police sketch artist. Right. I thought about this today, and you, you're, you're, there's someone you're covering for because I'm telling you what they look like, and you're, you're showing. Okay, and so I'm, I know you're, the person. Does it look like this? And I'm yeah. like, no. And you're getting worse and worse. Meanwhile, exactly what I'm describing, you're not going to draw it because you don't want the person you're covering for to get caught. Right. So here, so you're the sketch artist, and I go, okay. no, he had uh, black hair. Black yeah, hair. I get to the back. I'm working on that mole. Thick that you, you black said. hair. Yeah, well, 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 we start with a bald head and, and some facial tattoos, and then we'll get to the black hair. But first, let me get No, that. no, I have a better way. You keep drawing it like okay. you're doing it, then you turn it and reveal it. No, I'm okay. like totally horrible. <laughs> right, okay. okay, listen. So, uh, yes, I, I, um, he had black hair. Okay. I know this black is Black hair. Um, yes, but, it was, I've never been attacked like this before. And uh, he had a black hair. He was very tall. Uh-huh. And black hair and... Um, he was uh, he was about six foot tall mm-hmm. and um, big, big guy, mm-hmm. very big guy. And his girlfriend, I think, was with him. She had little girl blonde hair, very blonde hair. Okay. But okay. his face, I remember he had glasses, and I remember he glasses. had very, like, uh, very, he was almost like a movie star. Handsome movie star, glasses, black hair, got it. <laughs> Hopefully this picture you're drawing right. will help find him because I, I would sleep so much better at night. All right. I think what is, I got it. Let me show you. Is this, is this the, uh, the person yeah. you're looking at? That was the worst acting in the world. <laughs> but that's a picture you, of Donald Duck. You just traced your hand and made it look like a turkey. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's even better. How do you trace your hand and make it look like a turkey? And, and, and Sir, I'm no, a, I just I'm described somebody. Where's the thick you black hair? Where's the thick black hair? In the feathers. You described no. an angry bird. Uh, a, a turkey can be very violent and can commit a lot of uh, crimes. And, and sometimes a turkey bite will, will make you hallucinate and picture hey, something that didn't happen. You know what? I'm sorry. I want to apologize to you. I want to apologize to you. Okay. You're obviously right, and I, and I really do want to apologize. I bet you're a good family person. You seem very patient. And you seem like a loving person who has... Do you have pictures of your kids on your bunny chairs? Sure. Oh, Would you like Jesus. to see that? That's my, my lovely... Fa- ah, that's the, that's the guy who did it! <laughs> <laughs> I knew it! I caught you, motherfucker! <laughs> did that make sense? Yes, yes. Everything made sense, right? That's one of the best times, I guess. <laughs> Look at you setting up bets. <laughs> I was doing the flim-flam flick-around. <laughs> flim flam flick around everybody knows it hey listen you want to be the guy who makes two nice crank phone calls to me sure okay so uh, I'm having such a good time so you make nice crank phone calls but there's something about this music you play it every time you call people you have right. it like a you have like almost like a a mixer on your phone you can bring the music in and you and every so I'm just calling to disturb you with compliments yeah 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 and after a while it gets a little annoying right. so you you always go hello and then when the when I say hello that's mm-hmm. when the music plays all right here we go. Wait, I forget this bit. I know, what is... I know what we're doing. Okay. I forget what I'm supposed to I'm gonna, do. I'm going to get him. I got to talk. I'm going to crank call Todd. Stop, stop, I'm stop, stop. Todd. I'm being honest. Reset me up. Uh, I forgot the bit I, we're doing. It was the crank phone calls one? I'm calling you to, set it up with to be compliment Frank, Frank Cole. Oh, oh, you're, so, you're you, calling. Yeah, you yeah, answer okay. the phone. So just make it ring, but then I'll say hello. No, uh, no, mess, no message. No message. Hello? Hey, is this Todd Glass? Yeah, who is this, please? <laughs> Todd, there's something I'm going to tell you. You ready for this? Who is this? I'll tell you who this is. It's a fan. It's a, someone who appreciates what, what you do out there. What are you doing with the music I'll in tell the you background? Because you're going to enjoy it. Because you deserve to be entertained. Because you entertain people. 
Your stuff is important to people, and you make a difference in this stop, world. Stop, 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 I can only be where I'm at, and, and, and I apologize. I forgot the bit again. Yes, I'm high. I'm, I'm a crank phone call, but instead oh, of disturbing okay, I you. I get it. I get it. I'm an asshole, you're but calling, I'm just saying nice And then things. I hang up on you, and then yeah. you're calling me with compliments. Right, right. Oh, I love it. Okay. So I'm glad that I've, I could have just faked it. At least I didn't. Okay, go ahead. Hello. Hello, this is, uh, uh, I'm trying to get a hold of Todd Glass. Can I speak to Todd Yeah, Glass? Yeah, this is Todd. Hey, Todd, guess who? Your biggest Stop fan. Stop calling here and complimenting me. You need to You're know the truth. You're a sicko. You need to know the truth, Todd. And the truth is, you matter to people. You're improving this world. You can't call and compliment me. It's Don't awkward. Don't interrupt me. You will never stop me You're from telling sicko. you the truth. If I find I out, find you, I'll you. choke you. No one deserves to be highly I praised like this. I wouldn't mind because you're a good person. And if you choke me, I should probably deserve to be choked. You know what, Todd? I'm hanging up on you. you- <sighs> that guy has got me really upset. By the way, this is to be like old school acting. <sighs> he better not call back here with any compliments or someone's going to get shot. <sighs> no, just the ring. No, he's calling me. I'm call that bastard. Just ringing. No, uh, no. no. Hello? Hello. By the way, I just want to let you know uh, that the the sound effects are just fine. <laughs> Sometimes well, I know we get a lot of emails. Oh, Todd, it doesn't match up. Oh, Jake, just... over here. No, no, Liz, you don't got to defend yourself. I didn't realize they were just fine. Because you're absolutely right. They're more than fine. It's like dealing with a loose cannon. No, they're great. No, I always say this a lot on the show. Sometimes the sound effects don't match the bit. It's all right. All those people care about really. Oh, they hear the phone. They hear the picking it up. Oh, this is real. That's all we offer them. I think he does a good job. So go ahead. Yes, hello. Hello. Hold on. Hello. Hello, Todd. Guess who? I got some more news. You can't ignore me. You can't ignore me because you know what? You need to know the truth. You need to know that there are children. What's wrong with you? Whose lives are better because I don't you. deserve it. You need to know that people love your comedy and think I don't you're deserve hilarious. it. I'm not as good of you a need person. People that know that people want to buy your book. I don't deserve. I don't deserve to be unhappy. I mean, I don't deserve to be happy. Yes, you do. No, I don't. I and steal. I won't ho- hear that. I steal hotel towels. That doesn't matter. They they, they factor that into their costs. Ah, uh, do they? Yes. <laughs> Serious? Oh yes. You're, you've done. You're fine. not just saying that no, to make me feel people, better. No, most because I thought there. that was a bullshit line that the people life say to rational. of a towel Wait is very a short. Some, they recycle those out in about eighteen months. Someone told me that that's just an excuse that a, a person does to steal to rationalize their stealing. They Sorry. really work it into the I price. I know hotel managers. What about blankets? Most managers would want you to. Not that often, blankets. Like a once a year blanket. Not like you take it every time. Did they ration that into it? Todd, you're Washcloths out the air. You're changing the subject. 20 at a time. The important thing. No, no, no. Listen, if I don't deserve it, I don't deserve this. Todd, who's the crank caller here? (laughs) Oh, what? what? I'm your best nightmare because you know where I am right now? I'm in your house. You're in your. I'm coming down with a surprise party and a cake. (laughs) <laughs> Everybody, surprise! <laughs> this is for you! This is for you, Todd Glass. How's it feel to have a surprise party? I gotta be honest. This is the best, most exciting day of my entire life. Maybe I do deserve it. What took you so fucking long? I was such. I don't like bits when they go negative. Shut, shut the music off. That was such a fun bit, and I took it like negative. I think. I think we we nailed it. We surprised oh, you. Was, with a surprise was, party. You know. I wanted it to end happy, I but did. I got lost how to do it. 
Like, I wanted to think, like, why couldn't the guy go, I do deserve it? But then it sounded like he was crazy. No one really says, I do deserve it. So then I thought he was crazy, and I started treating him crazy and had him start yelling at everybody. Listen, I don't mean to... What's this? Oh, thank you. Aristotle, Aristotle. What time is it, Aristotle? Aristotle. He will... Aristotle, Aristotle. Oh, wait. Yeah, we got to take a break here in a second. Aristotle, Aristotle. Oh, Aristotle. Did you add a name tag, Aristotle? Aristotle, 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 Aristotle. Do you see that Todd, that Aristotle added another name tag? Producer Aristotle. Look at him. How about Aristotle just... Blossoming right in front of us. It takes three name tags. To Remember fill when out he first came name. in here? He was so he didn't say anything. He would go, "Oh, just here to you know picture of the nerdest industries," and he'd bow. But he would bat a thousand. He'd Everything he said was funny. Everything, and then slowly he starts lobbing in. First of all, the real Aristotle was just quiet. You're like, oh, he's more in the producer end of it. You know, he's probably not going to talk as much. But he uh, would show up, and he'd always seem like he seems like he's having a good time. And then. Uh, and then he's say something, and then he, I'll know where he'd be. So he's always oh, comfortable. He's a nice guy. I like when Aristotle then, chimes in in the opening bit when you give him, leave him a little room. That's what he does. And then all of a sudden he throws something out there like, funny? I guess it was a little bit of luck. And then five days later, something funny again. Now three, four times a night, you're like, oh, he's on to us. He knew something. Aristotle, look at him over there. He's picking shit out of his pussy every week like a true professional. Aristotle, a true professional. (laughs) (laughs) The jingles are all I've got. Thank you for for voting him man of the year. Because he, can I tell you something, Tom? And you know, to George Carlin, in this bit, I mean what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I, if if I was going to vote someone man of the year, like if every year I would be voting a man of the year for the last five years, Mm -hmm. you'd be one of them. Thank you. To George Carlin. (laughs) Yeah. So this, you know, but now it's still a bit, but yet I can still do George Carlin within the bit. So, but I'm not breaking it. Uh, that's why I appreciate you because, yes, you are as a good friend certainly have brought joy into my life. Not as much as uh, lyricist Joe. Uh, yeah, and you pass it down to a to couldn't be a finer person. All I do is that you know what when I I wake up in the morning I go maybe there's a new song with my name in it. And then I listen to it, and I get too much joy. Uh, average song played on the treadmill before you guys hear it at home, mm, ten times. Ten what times. What if I were to tell you? And well, I, I get just as much joy playing I, yours, I, too, I, though. But I don't want to get the thing. I don't want to take anything away from Joe, but I do have nice. a, about five or 10,000 poems I've written about you that have your name in it. You and do? I could send them to you. I guess I just want them to be oh. good. You know what? Sometimes a ship is left sailing. All right. I'll send them. Well, I think you misunderstood me. <laughs> you know, the ship is sailing. The poems, the energy of them. I feel them. I feel their chi. I got a speedboat. Chi, I can catch cha, up to that cho, ship. You know, the speedboat's faster than a sailing ship. So I can drop off those poems. <laughs> I mean, I wrote them. Hey, how about Wiss? When we, how about Wiss? Am I a professional? <laughs> oh, Wismir Thomas? Wismir, how about, don't ever forget what Benjamin Frank. I can't even <laughs> do it bad on purpose. All right, listen. We're going to come back. We're going to read tweets to music. We're going to take out our phones, something I rarely have uh, done, let people do here on the Todd Glass Experience. Fine. You can read my tweets. And then we're going <laughs> to... 
Well, somebody can read Jake's. By the way, I, I would love that. So we're all going to take a break. We're I mean, gonna, if you insist. If you will. No, only, we'll only read yours if you play it up like a, really overdo it. Like when you make, like what you do. I mean, you know. Right, that thing. Right. No, you will. No, we're going to read yours. Search my name We're going to read Twitter. yours. yours uh, we'll do yours. I mean, you know, you Are they so funny? Many, there's so many other good ones. I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's do yours. No, Mine? Over, overly. No, come Stop on. it. You well, don't. you sure? I mean, because they seem funny. Mine? Yeah. I mean, but there's so, like Twitter, you know, it's so big. <laughs> Why just limit yourself? Okay, listen. So we're going to read tweets to music. We found a nice song. I'm got to be can I can I tell you something? Thank God we have a safe word because we're going to take a break right now. I just really hope that I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm to I swear to the god. Uh-huh. The guy who calls the show um I know it's funny. It's starting to freak me out. The compliments. It's too much. I know you guys think, "Oh, that would feel great if it was me." It's so... Have you called the police about this? <laughs> well, you might he, have to get them involved, you know. I might have to, but I hope he doesn't call back after the break. Yeah. Huh? What about that tease? <laughs> Everyone knows he's going to call. That's what I... Well, in case you didn't, now you do. I just, just, it seemed better to say it the other way. He's going to call again. That's all I needed to say. The police sketch artist... Well, we're going to get one more round of that. Mm. You're going to draw somebody. You hold it up. <laughs> I don't know. We got uh, there's a lot going on. Uh, we're gonna do something else. Well, as long as you're not gonna sing. <laughs> do, oh, do you guys want me to? No, I said I don't. Oh, Tom, can I tell you? I've had the most uh, stressful even, week I in the even world, have it up. and I just the only thing I I'm so I was not gonna say anything because I thought don't do that to people, don't do that to people. Oh, you're not God, a good singer. Not. But then when you asked, I'm like, oh, oh, no. they do want me to sing. So of course sing. I would sing. Only if everybody wants he me. He clearly said, only if you don't sing. I'll yeah. do Fever. Are you d- <laughs> I'll do Fever. I know you guys love when I do that. That's a, I want to be that sick of a person. I know you guys love it and mean it. Not just a bit like we're doing now. The guy who goes, listen, I'll tell you what I'll do. You know, I don't get you guys a Christmas present because I always forget. And your birthdays, I always, I think, you know, because I think I might be part of that group that doesn't celebrate birthdays, I heard. And it's the biggest liar in the world. He just tries to make up shit. So I don't give you anything for your birthday, but I want to give you something. And uh, Jay, JJ's got to leave. Um, no, it's cool. You know, sometimes nothing's better than something. Right, don't be don't be rude. Don't be rude. Seriously. What's your name, Ted? Talk. Talk. <laughs> How about he goes, let, let Glock talk. No, what did uh, Clay say that when he was saying my name wrong? Oh, oh let, let Glob. Glob talk. <laughs> so you're someone's defending you, but they're getting your name wrong. That's got to be the lowest point in your life. Like that's did you last week's show we were doing that? Clay Tatum. Clay Tatum. It's a shame what happened. I guess you all heard. It's not for me to talk about though, but it was involved. A thing happened on the subway, but I guess it's embarrassing or something. He got his dick caught. In the, uh, Tom's massage. In the uh, Tom's, <laughs> Tom's massage. <laughs> Hey Tom, Tom, I don't want to make fun of your profession because I know you take it seriously. And we, 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 okay, hold on. I want to play this message. I'm, I'm getting a little lost here. I want to play this message. This to George Carlin is me in the car. I'm leaving myself a voice memo, and I don't realize I leave my phone on, so I record. This is what I record. And okay, yeah, yeah. So okay, we're, we're gonna we're gonna do this. We're gonna play this, and then we're gonna take a. Uh, we're gonna do something. Uh, let we're gonna let JJ. Uh, do the indoctrination of, uh... oh, by the way, I don't know if you remember earlier in the show, you handed your title, the man of the year, over to Joe. The, we have the, uh, 
one of the ceremonies. Oh. So we'll, we'll, we'll go to that ceremony. We'll, we'll deal with We'll have that ceremony, mm-hmm. and then we'll take a break, and we'll come back, and we'll, we'll wrap up the show. Oh, I can't wait. But before I do that, so we're going to do what I'm talking about now, then we're going to have the ceremony, and then we're going to say goodbye to JJ. But uh, let me talk about this. So this is the voice message. I'm trying to overly say I'm in control when I'm spiraling out of control. Now, I know where I'm at. So anyway, I left. I was in my car, and I was leaving a voice memo. Forget what it was, but I'll know in a second. And then I started to just talk, and I was just eating. Like I'm really trying not to eat late night. It's really hard to where I'm starting to tell myself, like, do I have a problem? Like, come on. Like, you have to have some self-control. So I was uh, a little high. Shut up. Don't say fucking anything to the police, I swear to God. <laughs> anyway, um, and this is a message. I was, uh, this is me living my, not realizing after I made a voice memo, I didn't put it down. Don't forget I sound, to sound like an idiot. return cell phone cord to Staples. I have. Uh, I have a problem. I can't stop eating. <laughs> by myself. This is by myself. I can't stop eating. Please don't take. Then I, I sandwich away. <laughs> You're cracking listen, listen, yourself up. Listen, I see the phone. I try to act like. I say to myself I know I'm still recording No I don't no, I, I mean I guess I didn't know <laughs> That's hilarious I guess I remember picking up the phone and going Yeah hello I know Like what am I lying to myself Uh hello Yeah I know My favorite like, part is when you laughed at your joke Like <laughs> Well I really You know what I laughed at Not my joke but my Being so silly Right by myself. I know Like oh what am I like by myself and my, for my own entertainment. So we have, we're gonna t- we're gonna have the ceremony. Ladies, I, I try to segue nicely, like the news. A whole family got run over by a train on a lighter side. Sheila's down with the pumpkin patch. Um. All right, so we're gonna have the ceremony, and then we're gonna take a break, and we're gonna come wrap it up. There's so many fun things on this list. So uh, we gather here to uh, to indoctrinate. With the what they call in the uh, in this uh, man of the year ceremony, where about an hour earlier in the show, Thomas Martin has inducted with his man of the year award, given it to lyricist Joe. Lyricist Joe could not be here tonight because he is with his family, Celebra- uh, not celebrating, but being with his family and. <laughs> One thing we can say about Lyris's Joe that before I turn the microphone over to you, Tom, the man of the year, prior to this, uh, for the first time ever being turned over to somebody, no man of the year has ever given their title to uh, somebody else that they deem worthy of it. So this is, uh, tonight is a memorable night for many reasons, not only because of the man that you choose to give it to, but because you are the first to turn over the title. Um, we... I want to tell you the type of person that Lyricist Joe is. To George Carlin, even within this bit, he's on vacation right now with his family. And he does not have his studio with him. But he found a piano because he wanted to send you something. I think we might have played it before, but you didn't know the story behind it. He found he's literally at his mother's house. All he has is a piano. He puts his phone on top and he sends us 
this. Tom Martin, Tom Martin, Tom Martin, Tom Picture him. What's his mother's house look like? Sitting there banging his hands. Arthritis ridden hands. It hurts when he plays. He's like, ah, ah, ah. All right, that's not true. Tom Martin. He says, this, oh, back to the award ceremony. This is the type of man that he is. We let Tom speak. I went a little long in the bit. <clears throat> At every ceremony, there's a time when the audience feels like, when the hell are we going to get out of here? Are they going to list every person's name in this room? Or are they going to just keep talking about the one person? And how long will they talk? Well, I'll tell you how long we're going to talk. We're going to talk until every one of you appreciates Joe McKinsey the way I do. He's a man who was born with six fingers on each hand. How do you play the piano with six fingers? I'll tell you how. You go to the doctor and you have one removed. Well, in Joe's case, they removed two on each hand. He left there with four fingers on each hand. Did that stop him from becoming an expert at the piano? Yes. So we went to another doctor. He had prosthetic pinkies put on each hand. And he was back at that piano playing his little mechanical pinkies off. In fact, he did that and had to get another set. But that didn't stop him. Every day, old Eight Fingers Joe was making funny songs for anyone who asked, especially Todd Glass. For a while, he sent bills to Todd, but Todd ignored them, pretending that he didn't have a physical address, giving him a random, a different P.O. box in every time a bill was sent. <laughs> but for that reason... Please wrap it up. <laughs> I declare, and with great honor, that say was... Joe McKenzie is, is the new man of the year. Can I interrupt that bit and throw to it again? That thing that you said, that for this bit, it was just heard in your ear. So I don't want people to think that I would ruin such a great moment. So, and you thank Joe McKenzie. Joe Take McKinsey. it home. And on, for that reason, and for all the reasons stated earlier... We thank Joe McKinsey and hereby announce that he is Man of the Year. I hereby... <laughs> by the powers invested in me, take the Man of the Year award from Thomas Martin and for the first time ever... Take that award and bestow it upon somebody. Did I say the right word? That he feels deemed to deserve the award more than him. That person being... Lyricist... Joe. And we'll be back. Congratulations, Joe. Congratulations. Congratulations. Congratulations, Joe. Congratulations, oh, congratulations. Joe. Great job. We love you, Joe. Joe, you're really Joe, you're really maturing. You're really maturing, Joe. Joe, you're really maturing. <laughs> we have to uh, we have to go to Jeannie Mose anyway, because Jeannie Mose is here with a uh, with uh, we're doing. Uh, we are. We're back in touch with the. Uh, 
what, well, they call them in the business packages, Genie Mo's packages. So we're back uh, running Genie Mo's packages again. What are Genie Mo's packages? Genie Mo's. Oh, you, you don't know who Genie Mo's is? Oh, a minute you hear her voice. Uh, she's a new, I could say, sponsor of the show. Or not really sponsor because uh, we. Uh, we include her in it. I'm, I know what I'm doing in the bit. Like we, like there's Jeannie Most. Like we play her stuff, you know. So not really, but um, but let's may pretend. So um, we'll play Jeannie Most. We'll go to Jeannie Most. We'll come back and then we'll look at two we're going to follow on Twitter and read people's tweets to music. All right. So uh, Jeannie Most. Take it was it. a crotch-grabbing, butt-slapping, tongue-wagging, grinding performance, story with legs, even if we can't show exactly what Miley Cyrus was doing This is them. real. Never has one of those we're number one foam fingers been so manhandled. Oh. <laughs> now everyone's pointing the finger at Miley. The whole Miley. thing was cringeworthy. <laughs> Tongue out, and I, I think it's just a little desperate. Trying so hard. Just this side of onstage pornography. She was the target of tweets. It just watched that Miley Cyrus teddy bear performance, and I think I'm now legally required to put myself on some Who kind of this? registry. Her look was mocked on YouTube. Hold on. Thumbs up, thumbs down on the Miley Cyrus performance. Oh, that foam finger. Yeah, it was a little awkward. She down. I think that she's trying she too hard to be people. sexy. Trying to be way too old and too vulgar. When you sit there and watch with your granddaughter who's 11 years old and you gotta be embarrassed. We both looked at each other and Ew, went, gross. Oh, well. <laughs> this was as close Why as is he embarrassed? Found, man on the street support. Thumb in the middle. Oh, in the middle? Yeah. Very good. A bit much, but it's art. Everyone kept showing the photo of Will Smith's family aghast, reacting to Miley's performance. They can't believe what they're looking at. And when it turns out what they were looking at was Lady Gaga's performance, not Miley's. Who and says the person that? on the right was, that was just a person scratching. they interviewed. Miley's latex clad bottom was compared to bottom. a chicken's. Her look was compared to Jim Carrey's as a steroid using female bodybuilder. In reaction, Miley tweeted what? out My VMA performance had 306,000 tweets per minute. That's more than the blackout or Super Bowl. She also sent out a photo gesturing with her own upraised fingers rather than the foam one. And to think <laughs> that five years ago, the satirical Onion News Network made this prediction. Most experts now agree that at current usage levels, Miley Cyrus will be drained dry of entertainment value by 2013. <laughs> well, it's now 2013, but we are still getting a lot of entertainment value out of this performance. Oh, this is be a little more classy. So, Miley, if you let your foam finger do the walking, try not to make it seem like street walking. Overly tortured. Jeannie Moss. By the way, I love her uh, pieces. <laughs> They're great. Like, obviously, we're playing ones. It's not like we have a, a in the bit. But I, whenever I find them, there's, like, there's a reason. By the way, that's what I'm – first of all, we're going to see if we can dig up another one. That's so weird now. Most people that I know, once they hear her, even if they don't know her name, many hear her, I'm like, oh, those. They're iconic yeah. to me. Right. But not to you. You never heard of her. Not heard of her, but I know that style of reporting. Oh, can you play another one? Like, I, I want to see it. it. It's definitely worth the wait. It's just all Cause, like, cause word you, play. Well, you were soaking it up. That's why I, like, yeah. I saw you like, yeah, because you're right. When you hear, for me especially right now in Fresh Air, listening to Jeannie Mose is just crazy. Yeah. And by the way, when it comes to a Molly Cyrus, and anytime those things happen, the one guy said it right. It's like, yeah, it could be, but who cares? 
Like, yeah, if you had to, if it was someone you were... But you know what? I'm always the people that make too big a deal about that. Always, you know what my favorite they're so, part? Was? They're usually doing so many other wrong things. Like that's never the real problem. One it's of the best like, part that captures what she was doing, though, is when she's, she the nineteen seventies reference to the yellow pages. Let your fingers do the walking. Like no one knows that reference anymore. <laughs> so when she says, "Let this foam finger oh. do the walking," like who is she talking to? <laughs> Anyone who gets you. that's at least fifty. Oh Jesus! Well, yeah. These days, it's usually the photo of little Prince George that gets all the attention. But even the new royal baby arriving on his first official trip abroad couldn't compete with what we're calling the royal bummer. Though technically the only one bumming was the warrior with his decorated buns exposed. Is that any way to welcome a future king and queen? You betcha. It was a traditional well, New Zealand it. welcome by Maori dancers. Forget merely rubbing shoulders with the royals. First the prince and then the duchess rub noses in a traditional greeting with Maori elders. At one point, Prince William had to meet a challenge by picking up a dart while maintaining eye contact to prove that he was friend, not foe. Reminds us of the time Laura Bush was greeted by a soldier in short shorts, part of a New Zealand contingent in Afghanistan, slapping and thrusting. It was a welcome we described at the time as a cross between a Chippendales lap dance and the mating dance of the emu. We tend to love when leaders... That's too much. I'm going to explode. It's too much... uh... Uh, 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 this very specific thing. It's not. A, it's like almost in a not in a bad way. I do. I love it, but it's so over the top. Yeah, and it's also. Like, I feel like my head's going to explode. In those sideways or blue ways, these can you know cucumbers good for you, but in Hawaii, you know. But the, yeah, the way know, they stitch together things that yes. maybe don't belong here. We're with Todd Glass, and speaking of glasses, you need to glass to to see this print, <laughs> and the print isn't going anywhere. Not in this car, and it just like it just seems to just randomly. St- it's it's yeah, it's very. But there's something hypnotic about it that you like. But it's always that way. Uh, uh, um, um, car wash, not a big deal. But by dogs, you'd never think. And then it cuts to someone. Well, they seem to enjoy what they do. So you know, and you know they're out in the street with the camera asking people. Chimpanzees, all right, making them mop your floor. What's happening? And then they cut to a chimpanzee cleaning someone's house. And but this monkey business has a <laughs> real idea. <laughs> ah. Joey. Oh yeah, yeah. I right, listen. <laughs> How is everybody great? How about that uh, ad? Did we play that ad? Yes. Oh, we did? Okay. <laughs> I don't think we did. Oh, I think I got lost. Okay, everything's fine. Oh, want to do this? <laughs> That's what I told myself. Well, you want to do this? I think I understood. This person, Ted. Talks? Ted. Talks? No, seriously. Somebody's saying talks or am I going nuts? I feel like talks. I hear it echoing. Talks. No one's saying it. I didn't hear anything. Okay, you, you, um, leaf, locks. Now that was me. Okay, <laughs> TikTok. All right, listen. Okay, hold on. I can take control. I'm, uh, I have a show to do. <laughs> 
Why don't I get to do this on the networks? <laughs> you know what? I'd enjoy watching that. Can you imagine if you were up late at night? Why shouldn't the midnight show be this? Oh my! At least every night, I could have this much fun in front of an audience. This show would work. Yeah. If I had to do an hour of this show, but on a set, every fucking night I could do something that would be like that was fucking great. I never thought about it that way. I never wanted a talk show. I never would want it because I get it. It's hard because you have to interview the guests, and it's very difficult. And it's a job. I, I the fact that I really do mean this. Like, I I think uh, to do it is very difficult, and be able to also do funny bits and everything. And I think Kimmel, they really do a great job at like. Taking that formula, but really fucking... I've said it before, freshening it up and then doing funny bits, but he's still got to interview those guests, and it's mm-hmm. not... That's the hard part. I bet all the other stuff's... That comes out of them. But then you have to go, and how can I, in the middle of all this, interview guests and still be genuine? And I think Jimmy does a great job at that. He asked... He does, he's a good interviewer. He, he'll, he, he'll let it something breathe. Um, he'll ask good questions. But even when it's someone you don't really give a fuck about it, he does a pretty good job. That's not right. – that's fucking hard. But to do this, I think I could do. You know, just I, – I wouldn't mind. I know I got a little self-analytical there, but I think I made 100% sense. I'm saying that if, if I could do something like this every night in front of an audience, why couldn't that be a show? And then you still have celebrities, but they don't have to be on every show. Mm-hmm. Or it's one celebrity that you keep having on like – you know, do it three times in a row. You know, it's yeah. like it's just this weird array of people well, that come. Well, by. I worked on later with Greg Kinnear, which was like this half. Don't mention Greg Kinnear in here. <laughs> I had a residual check for seventeen dollars. It was supposed to clear, and they say Greg Kinnear wouldn't sign it. So I, I'm just kidding. is that true? No. Okay. Well, Kinnear. I mean, it was the same thing. It was a half hour show. It was on after Conan or whatever, and it would go so fast, and it was you. It was easy to fill that twenty two minutes of airtime with with a lot of comedy. And one part of it was a guest interview. Um, but he did an opening thing, a video thing, mm-hmm. a, a desk piece, and a talk, and then a closing bit. And then, you know, a cold open at the start. So it was packed full of comedy. But those shows could never be... Look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, you know, bear my soul. No, not bear my soul, but like... What I always say, you have enough moments of uh, insecurity. You can have some moments of security. The, the reason, like... Those shows with all the great writers in the world could never... And I'm sure you'll agree. It's not like it's a, a fight. <whistles> Jesus, that Tom Martin really looks like he wants to take a swing at me. Um, could never be as funny as somebody that, like, just has it, like, what we get to do here. You know, because... Right, it's Greg structured. Kinnear, Greg Kinnear it's wasn't... Structured. Yeah, like, you know, you, you give someone like Eddie Pepitone, you know, like, that raw, like, you know, what would he do every night? Could there be something he could do that wouldn't be so much in the way that that spot is right now but something what would his vehicle be that would be interesting at 11 o'clock in the talk show area even if it's a little bit different you don't have the the desk what do you do just what is your thing Mm -hmm. um i couldn't that i'm i got a little lost but at least i'm coming home right now so give me i think it's better than editing it out because sometimes you get lost i remember what i was saying was that um I wouldn't be able to do that if it meant interviewing people every night. I think that would be too difficult for me. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of stuff you have to know and a lot of information in that formula of throwing the things and reading monitors and stuff. That I couldn't do. But this, mm-hmm. yeah, I think, yeah, I could, I could do something that would be interesting like this and it would keep people's attention. Because at the end of the day, they just care if people watch it. They don't want celebrities because they're trying to help celebrities. They think that's what draws people. I think at the end of the day, just something fucking funny for for an hour yeah people are gonna fucking watch it whether it has celebrities or not 
Well, you could video this. Does that make any yes, sense? Yes, because it, in the mornings they have these radio shows that, that are sports talk shows that they broadcast on ESPN, but right, they're, well. they're just talking into their mics. Well, that so, would be, this would be better than that. Uh, you don't really sell it that well. That would be better. So embarrassing. I, get, I hate when I get lost because then I get scared. Todd, you're not lost. I am a little. I am a little. A lot. But it's all right. I can get back where I have to be as long as I'm honest about it. I can't try to fake it and then get back. Sometimes talking about it helps you uh, get where you need to be. Uh, and, there, and I feel better already. <laughs> I really do, actually. So what I'd like to do right now is this is a guy in the infomercial that somebody sent this in, and I it was Ted. Talks. Who <laughs> you motherfucker, and thank you. And I was hoping you'd do it. Only, I didn't even realize until I went right in for it. <laughs> I think this might have been where we left off the last time. And then I go, I hope he does it again. If he, I don't hope. I said, would he? Is he going to be? And then motherfucker. He knew exactly. He could have forgotten or drifted off. He's right there. So anyway, but now this time, I'm going to continue. Um, uh, he said, what if in the infomercial, he goes, we were doing a bit on the show. You know where we do that thing where on the infomercial where the person says it and the other person keeps asking for the information so they can close it. What's that number again? Mm. How much? Mm-hmm. You know, this is the person that is bad in the infomercial because they won't re-answer it. <laughs> you know, I think that's what he's saying. So, so go, go. Uh, I think we. I think I'll know how to do this bit. I hope I do it. I hope Ted that I do it talks. I hope. <laughs> I hope that I do this bit justice. So, uh, I'm already. Oh. Now it's time once again to pick up some valuable tips. Oh no! Hold on one second. So, so let's do this. Uh, that that was an old commercial uh, uh, radio. Uh, right. I don't have a clip for the TED Talk. No, no, we don't. We don't. Oh, okay. So, um, so you're gonna do the infomercial? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and, and so you go. What you is go, the product? Right. Yeah. So you go. I'll go like this. I'll be like, uh, um, how much could I expect to pay for something like that? And then you. Like, I just told you, uh, you you could you could purchase this blender. For forty dollars. Forty dollars? You telling me I can get that blender for forty dollars? Okay, told you how much you can get it for. Yeah, it seems like a great deal. Yeah, and okay, I already said how many times, so I don't know why you want me to keep repeating it. I, I told you how much it was and I can't keep What else do I get? Okay, you get the blender. Uh huh. You get the lid. What a terrific deal. All for forty dollars? Okay, told you how much it was. I can't keep going through this with you. I just don't. I. But don't the people want to know what else they get for this? No. With this product, if they buy the blender, <laughs> I'm like trying to lead you off. This. Exactly. Because I heard that there's also oh. things you get with the blender if you buy it. Jesus Christ! Like oh. what comes with it? <laughs> okay. Celebrity spokesman. <laughs> oh Jesus! Tell the people what they get with the blender. $40. Okay, so listen. He had a very thick, thick glasses. And he had b- uh, blonde hair, like like very, very almost bleached blonde hair. The customer buying the blender? No, this is this, this, the bit where you're defending somebody. I switch bits. <laughs> <laughs> this is the guy. Yeah, thick, thick, you're, the, you're, the, you're the police sketch artist okay. covering for somebody in your family. Uh-huh. Eventually, thick classes. And by the way, every week in this episode of this, it's a three-minute episode. 
And I like, let's talk about my talk show idea. Somebody here write that down because I think I have a, a good idea. Uh, who gives a shit? And this is another idea that I have. This is a running bit called the the, 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 the sketch artist defending Sir, somebody. You can just tell me if, if um, he, had he had dark big, hair. Big, dark? He had a blonde hair. Okay. He keeps saying dark, but I'm telling you blonde. Blonde hair. Okay. Dark, short hair. Dark, short hair with big, thick glasses. And, and did you say his Spock ears? <laughs> give him some elf ears. Just, uh, <laughs> no, I did not say Spock ears. Who would sir, say sir, Spock ears, sir? sir? I know Wait what I'm doing. Second. What's I've wrong been, with I've you? Been, I've been a professional four, sketch artist. He was 250 for pounds. Let's You're stick. making him skin and bones. Now, we're going to. You mentioned a giant um, mole on uh, his nose, so I'm going to. I'm going to. No. I think you did, sir. No, I did not. All right, well, we're leaving it. Okay, you're drawing a happy face right now. That's a happy face. I'm that drawing what you described. I, no, are you listening? I said you, that's a perfect circle. I'm looking at it with a happy face. That's Sir, not. Are you a professional? Why you, do you have a protractor? Yeah, why do you have a? That's because yeah, you he don't said need, he's got a perfectly circular head, and I want to make sure no, that something's perfect. going on I think with you. you. Did. You know what? I owe you a big apology. Thank you. Apology accepted. You have a family. I guess you do. A good person like you. Yeah, I do. That's why I do this. You know, no. I, I want my, the world to be safe for my family. It's trying to catch crooks. <laughs> you mind if I take a look at those kids? You have uh, pictures yeah, of them? Sure. This is the way we should be getting along. Like a junior there. Ah, oh, there's that with the thick sun, with the thick glasses right there. That was somebody in your family. You were, all right, that bit's over. I'm tired of just lobbing shit. I'm, I'm very upset with myself. Right, you know, I hope they don't take my podcasting license away. All right, we're going to go in for the clothes. <laughs> Todd, can I read it to a... A, a oh, yeah, read a, the tweet. This is a funny one. That, that Do we have nice it's music? It's a direct quote from the Todd Glass show, a previous Todd Glass show. Did you, do, you have, do you have your phone? This is from Todd Glass you, show, uh, this April. Is a, this is an old song. Hold on. It's called You Talk Too Much. You remember? You know, do you ever hear that song, You Talk Too Much? Yeah. When's that from, the 1900s? This is from April 6th. Hold on. i got to keep saying it over. I know how to sell bits. First, we've got to drill the song into people's heads. It's You Talk Too Much. You talk about people you don't even know. Now we read the tweets. Okay. I don't want people to think it's all bells and whistles at the Todd Glass Show. Watch this. A half hour, not one sound cue. Maybe a few, but we won't go heavy on it. You know what? Double up the sound cues. Fuck it. Hmm. Do you have any you could read? I mean, I, you, there's so many others. No, pull, pull, pull somebody's read. up. You don't have to say it's yours. Oops, I said it into the mic. <laughs> Read them anonymously. I don't care. No, no, let's give people... No, no, we're not going to read them anonymously unless it's yours. So if you read it anonymously, everyone will know that it's you, because why else would you say it anonymous? That means we'd just be stealing people's tweets. So you got to admit it's you if it's you. But it, it could be you. This is quite a bit. This is the type of bit that ends up being its own show. <laughs> Fucking idiots. No one stopped me from saying bullshit that's not true. This is uh, no. I know that this show isn't going to end up being a show. So you're all looking for your tweets. I, I got it. We could do a game show. We could play Jake Adams or Jake Fogelnest, and we we we, just, <laughs> we just read the pitch, and you have to guess which Jake it is. I love it. If I was going to read one of Paige Weldon's real quick, though. Go ahead. Let me hear yours. Paige Weldon. Go ahead. Damn it! I spilled coffee all over my life. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. I bet if we stopped calling the president POTUS, no one would miss it. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, POTUS. but I like the president way it sounded. States. I liked your first, is it her? Yeah. I liked her first tweet so much. Is it the same one? 
that I gave a lot of faith in the second one. Here's one. I I'm probably one of the most humble people in the world. Jake Adams or Jake Fogelnest? Oh, I'm gonna, <laughs> that's great. Okay, I'm going to have to say that's Jake Adams. Jake Adams is correct. Yes. You know why? Jake Fogelness isn't humble. He tells me, he goes, I'm the best-looking guy everywhere I go. So that's how I figured that one out. Yeah, that's what Jake uh, Fogelness does every time he sees me. He goes, huh, again, I'm the best-looking guy. So I knew that he wasn't, uh, you know, uh, he wasn't modest. You know, this guy, um, you know Lou Mortega? Yeah, sure. You guys, oh, you know Lou Mortega? What's... What's the correct number of fries to oh, trade for one buffalo wing? Hold on. Asking I just asked who Lou... Uh, I just, I'm ready to give someone a, a tribute. Lou Mortega out of... Uh, hey, is he friend with Joey? Joey? No, he doesn't know Joey. Oh. Joey. Oh, Joey Mortega. He owns the uh, sub shop. No, 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 no. This is a different... Uh, this is a different Lou uh, Mortega. He's in... Uh, um... Wilmington, North Carolina, doing comedy. He opened up one show. It was very fun. He was fun to hang out with, so we're tributing him. And we're reading a tweet. This is a real tweet from him when we were all hanging out one night. The moment when the elevator door won't go up because you put it over the weight limit. Well, your friends and Todd Glass witness it. <laughs> so what happened was, we get on the elevator. It's like, eh, somebody gets off. One person doesn't stop. Eh, he gets off. It stops. The second he walks off, it would have it would have gone off. It would have stopped buzzing if any second person got off. But yet we all got it. Like he's going, <laughs> "Are you fucking shitting me?" So once the door shut, to show you what friends we are with you, we all said the same thing. Nobody had a laugh at your expense. Nobody did. We're all like, "Yeah, if anybody would have gotten off, that thing would have rung." But guess what? Then we saw him tweet that. And we're like. That's how he felt. It didn't matter what we said at the time. He never got over this. <laughs> I got one from Adam Cousins. You do? Hey, don't mention Adam Cousins. That guy pulled a real quick one on me. Tried to give a flim flam of the bean bag with the old Jim Jam. You know what I'm talking about? He did a real rim ram. At the he, he pulled cram. a Cousins, eh? He pulled a Cousins. Yeah, that's what he did. He does a flim flam back on the bing bang. You know, when he, when he tweets you up with the hootie hootie and he has a tweet tweet and you give him 50 bucks, but then he flim flams the flickety flick. Yeah, that's what he fucking does. And he does it every time and he does it really quick. He comes in, hey, flim flam, flim flam, flippity, flippity, floppity. You know, and then you're like, ah, well, what's going on? Then bing bang, bing bang, flip flop. Then he's talking, hey, how you doing, buddy? Good to see you. Does some spiritual chant, then you forget what he's doing. Then he, you know, he fucking flim flam bickety becks. <laughs> That's where I'm at. Okay, so That's you where I'm at, everybody. Or? That's where I'm at in my head right now. What's so. your cousin's tweet? Oh yeah, I forgot to. Oh yeah, what was your cousin's? Um, yesterday, California Chrome failed in his quest to win horse racing's triple crown, but succeeded in his goal to totally not care. <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? Adam Cousins. <laughs> That's a good one. You know what? we got to throw him a bone. Jesus Christ. I know a lot of people get work from this show. Adam, listen, Don't. I know you listen to the show. Everything's great. I hope your wife's great. In honor of giving you a gift, because I know I never sent you a gift, uh, we're going to talk about you for another a minute. So shut the music off. This is his wedding your present. Shut the music off, seriously. Okay, we, we, we didn't get you. You come on the show, Adam, and, and, and I didn't plan on doing this, and I know we're going in for the close. What time is it, Aristotle? Man, Twitter's fun. Twitter is fun. Oh, we're going to finish this bit on Twitter. But what we're going to do also before that was give Adam Cousins his wedding present since we didn't. We're not, you know, you could, would you rather, listen, Adam, and don't fucking lie to me. Would you rather I send you $250 and then I would have never mentioned this on this show? 
Now, I know it's not going out to 8 million people, but be honest. Would you rather have $250? You might hourly go with an answer, but deep in your soul, would you rather have 250 but I never do this bit that I'm about to do, and I fucking family fucking motherfucking fuck the fucking shit out of what I'm about to do for you. I fucking, people, some people say we've never on the fucking show done a bit that long. Just when we thought it's enough, we get it. Your family got out of it. You even say it and for the people, whether you love Family Guy or whether you don't, everyone goes, I know what it means. I know a lot of people, it's not their favorite show. But you're like, I know when they hit it, they, you know, you've seen it. But we took that and we fucking jabbed that in the fucking knife and we fucking take it that times a thousand what we're about to do with your name, Adam Cousins. What would you rather have? I'll give you a sample, and then we'll come back and ask you what you would prefer. Oh, Adam Cousins? Oh, yeah, Adam. Adam's great, everybody. Don't we love Adam? Adam's yes. great, right? Love Adam. I mean, he's oh, so great. Oh, you mean great. The, uh, oh, Adam, Adam, yeah, Adam he's Cousins, really, huh? You know, there's something about that guy. Yeah, he's, he's just, just married. a good... He just got married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Joey, if you want to go over to the microphone and talk a little bit, tell a little, watch your headphones there. Go ahead. Yeah, just, just, just tell the story that you told me before the show about Adam Cousins. About is this a, this is a true story? Uh, yes, absolutely. Tell, 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 tell everybody. This is fucking nuts that he did this for him, Adam Cousins. This Adam? is a true story. Oh my god! I mean, it started years ago. But oh, his help for his 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 helping. Giving me money every month. No, you just came up to him. Let me just get to the fast forward part of the story. Yeah. You come up to him after a show and you just say, I don't have a lot of money. I got to move away. I'm not going to be able to follow my dream. He took $18,000 out of his pocket and gave it right to me. Oh, my God. This is true. And he's been doing that every month since. <laughs> you, you sound greedy in the bit. Why would you need $18,000 a month? He didn't ask questions. It was, it was I li- you go, I like a nice place. It's, you go, and it's 4000 I need some walk-around money. That's, that's what you tell him. That's how nice he is. You go, listen, I got a place that's $4,000 a month, and then uh, what, what would be the rest to be, to be 18000 What's 18? I don't do, I don't, I, don't, I like <laughs> nice coffee. No, come on, everyone made, you know what happened? My inability to add uh, over, was overwhelming for everybody. And then you realize that it's just the way I add. And then you all got like overly like, huh, oh my God. It's, you went to say, yeah, Todd, if there's uh, 18 million and then you use four, that's 14 million. And even in hindsight, I can realize that. <laughs> Yeah. It doesn't matter. It does matter, Tom. I don't mean to yell. <laughs> I don't mean to yell. So what, what, what's the bit? He needed 14000 jingle jangle. Oh, yeah, he needed $14,000. The reason you're getting $18,000 from him is because 4000 for your rent and then another fourteen for your walk-around money. Hey, you go, I go through $500 worth of pistachios a week. I'm a big tipper. <laughs> it's, it's true. It Why, do you tip 100%? 100%? And you think he should, yeah. Oh, uh, oh, what, at dinner or something? Yeah, you tip 100%. I always tip 200%. I have $14,000. That's how you get so much money from him. You claim that this is why Holly rips him off. I understand what's going on. Let me but tell I, you but something. But I only eat at Taco Bell, so it's like, it's not that. It's only like seven bucks. Oh, my God, you're not going to believe this. I'm not joking around. This is the truth. We have to go in for clothes. We're going to read the tweets. And then we have our last thing I'm going to sing for everybody. Here's what happened, though. 
the, the, the machine that plays our jingles is in a situation. This is, I'm being very honest with you, ladies and gentlemen. Our jingle machine is clogged. This happens every so often on the show. No more time. And uh, you, you'll hear a break in the song, and then the problem is that re- this song will keep playing over and over. Okay, here's what's going on. The, the machine that plays the song, here's what's happening, is in a situation where it's stopping, but then for some reason it just it, it lodges back from the beginning. Does it need a new needle, the player? And it, lo- and it starts from the beginning. And, okay. So here's what's going on right now. We're trying to fix it. We're going to get it fixed. I don't know if we should edit this out. There's a chance, ladies and gentlemen, that you will never know that this happened. This is the type of things that get edited out of the other podcast. They are afraid to talk about this type of thing that doesn't always go perfect like you hear. We are in a situation right now where our machine that plays our jingles uh, is in a is in a, uh, a repeating people. Ladies and gentlemen, we're getting emails from people that are driving off the road because they're you need to turn it off where our listeners somehow we uh, not only did we do it wrong here but it made it through the editing stages that a podcast makes it through somehow not only did we insinuate that we knew that this was happening that our that our jingles became men's whatever mesmerizing but when we woke up the next day and we had in this case, we record this on Tuesday. We had Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. The still that it made it on to the podcast and people listened to it and drove off the road. That made sense. Oh, no, now, folks, I'm not joking around. I know it was funny for a while. We are in a situation. I was almost ready to end the bit. I said, fuck it. Why am I running from the, the tr- what makes me laugh? Ladies and gentlemen, I want to apologize. We are in a lockdown situation right now. We have a jingle that lodged into the machine, and uh, yeah, and and we thank God we have a safe word on the show. We swear to God, this is not one of our bits. We are in a lockdown situation right now. We have a jingle that is lodged in the machine. There's a problem. Well, it wouldn't. Obviously, we understand that there's a comedic level of this. That for Joey Pfeiffer. All right, I'm done. All right. Well, what time is it? Game time. Time to get ill. Did you have some tweets you didn't read? Because then we're gonna. Then I'm gonna sing a song, and we gotta go. The next. Good job, motherfucker. Okay. In the back of an Uber and was stuck at a DUI checkpoint. So I used the time to watch the movie Magnolia twice. I, I Jake Fogelnest it. or Jake Adams? Oh, can you say it again? I wasn't listening. I'm in the back of an Uber and was stuck at a DUI checkpoint. So I used the time to watch the movie Magnolia twice. Jake Fogelnest or Jake oh, Adams? Jake Fogelnest. You are correct, sir. I can tell. You know why? Well, I don't. I hope he's not listening to the show, but you know he walks with a little kick in his step. If, I mean, if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. That Jake Fogelnuss walks with a little kick in his step. You know what I mean? He's got a little. He's got a little, uh, little, little uh, kick in his step. You have one you're going to read. The creepiest of men jack off with their jacket on. <laughs> Jake Fogelnuss or Jake Adams? Oh, Jay. Oh, Jesus Christ, Jake Adams. God damn it, Jake! You did me proud. I'll tell that's you why. A good one. See, that's you. That's 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 you when you're. That's funny, man. 
I thought of it. I go, I know the way. Like, I, I knew that that would be something that he could say. It's also funny. It was all right. But have you heard this one? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> did I overdo I, it? Maybe I did. You know what? I, I have high hangover. Do you know what high hangover is? It's not something to laugh at. When you're high, you bury your soul and you're more emotional, you know, if you, if you let it work in that way. And then when you're not high, sometimes you'll go, nah, it's embarrassing. But then you go, well, fuck it. At least it was what it was, you know. Anybody? You fucking idiots. So that's the way you get out of it. You insult everybody and get your manhood back. Ah, uh, yeah. You, you, uh, or do you morons not know what I'm talking about, huh? You're too stupid. Because what happens when someone bears their soul and then they don't get the right reaction if they get tough and then they put everyone... Hey, I'm still in charge, you fucking idiots. Or don't you know what it's like, huh, you fucking... Who has can, another... I read, can I read one of uh, your uh, tweets? You know what? I don't know. Is it, do, do I, can you get a funny one? Maybe? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty good. Okay. Money, 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 money in my face. Money. <laughs> I was joking around. Maybe I had a little too much fresh air. I don't think we have to read it like that. I mean, you, the way you read it, sure, it doesn't seem that good, but... If you say it in a song, if you said it in a song, can I try again? And maybe I took. You know what? You're absolutely right. I think I took the wrong tone to it. If I, uh, I can try it again. No, I mean if you said no, no. If you said it in a song, money, 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 make okay. it. I bet lyricist Joe would know how to to say it. Would. Never know how much Todd loves you. Never know how much Todd cares. Mm-hmm. When you make an online payment. He gets money that's so hard to share. Oh, it doesn't sound so bad money. anymore. Sure. When you pay him money, when you pay him right. You know what? This is making money me feel dirty. In the morning. Turn it up. Money all through <laughs> the night. Seriously. A hundred gets you in the Gaffigan Club. Turn it. Five grand a show in your home. Edit this out, but turn it on more. For 25K, he'll live with like, you for two to, weeks. To the point where it's ridiculous. for the premier club. Turn you it up. Who gives money. a fuck? You need to blast in people's ears. People don't learn. When you pay him money, when you pay him Thank you. Right. By the way, perfect. Money. Thank you. That's exactly in how loud you need to play it. That's what makes... Hello! I want Take your money, away. my rich friends, and listen to the show. Send me more. It's embarrassing. Yes, I'm. It's a, it's a plea. I don't know how. What do I have to do? You need me to break down and tell you that I could live without it, but it'd be nice to have it. Shut up, Patel. Send me ten thousand dollars. I'll get it. You know, I'll freak the fuck out. I'll be like, you. Who the fuck did that? I won't know if it's Daniel Tosh. I won't know if it's you know. It could be Judd. It could be Adam Sandler. Do they owe it to me? No, no. But have fun with your money. I know if I had it, oh, would I do it? I if I had that type of money. Like, Indiegogo. Oh, oh. Indiegogo. That's right. Do the right thing, folks. Get a Kickstarter for $5,000. I'll do a show at your house. Start a Kickstarter to get the $5,000 to give to me. Whatever you got to do. Seriously. Gaffigan, they sent me some money. And, uh, you know, I, the Gaffigans have been... Brian Regan... Brian Regan. <laughs> yes, he that's right. He starts a Kickstarter to just raise money to give to you. <laughs> well, is that so? I mean, you're laughing because it's true. <laughs> I try to flip it around. <laughs> you're laughing because it's true. Hey, let's uh, finish up because I think there's a few more you guys wanted to read, and then I'm going to sing a song for you guys. Did you have one? Uh, anybody else want to read one? 
Let me let me go to mine. Actually, I like this bit. It's relaxing. I guess is that good comedy? <laughs> if I'm relaxed, I don't know if the audience is having fun. I think they work better when I rev at a high gear. Okay, hold on. Let me go to my. Who am I following here? Looks like Casey's got one. Go ahead, Casey. And say it nice and loud. Use your radio voice. Hey, hello, hello. Right, don't be rude. Sorry. No, you weren't being rude. I was kidding. You're great. And you wear a bow tie. Thank you very much, Casey. We did the bit with uh, Will uh, Anderson where we, he wore a bow tie. And, um, uh, I was on the phone oh, with Will earlier and he said I should. Because he might have dropped by, but he didn't. <laughs> What's your tweet? Oh, uh, Bring it down so we can hear uh, uh, Casey. Uh, Capital K-A-C-E-Y. Yeah, that one. Uh, I've never caught my dog drinking out of the toilet, but I did catch him eating out of it once, and I feel like that's worse. <laughs> Who said that? Oh, that was one of my tweets. I like that. <laughs> no one ever catches their dog eating out of the toilet. <laughs> it makes you think like your dog, you know, the other thing is not as gross. Your dog's like, ah, oh, there must be food in there. You didn't really catch your dog doing that, though, did you? Jesus. No, I don't mean to ruin the bit. Anybody else have any? Are you look at you guys scrolling around like there's not funny people out there. You're disrespectful. Look at this. What did uh, what did uh, Jimmy Fallon tweet? Hey, Todd, congrats on your book. I want the scoop. Oh, oh that's one of Jimmy Fallon's tweets. <laughs> what? Well, we're reading people's tweets. It happened to be about me. I didn't know. I'm just flipping around. All right. Oh, good. You have one, Tom? And it better not be from your uh, chiropractic agency. I'll come over there and... Uh, Does have a Twitter? <laughs> have a Twitter? And you have to squiggle that out again. As I get, As I get older, I plan on talking nonstop about how I've always loved the sea. Joy Behar. Exactly. <laughs> it's not really, but that's great. Who was it for real? Oh, that's you? Hey, Tom, I heard you might be moving to, uh, I heard you might be moving to, uh, I heard you might be moving, oh, God, I'd be a good interviewer. Look at me. These are, why couldn't you watch that on late night television? At least it'd be fun to see a guy uh, forget a common word. <laughs> Everybody does it. I'm, uh, I'm like, I'm the common man. I'm not common high man. That's my new... Uh, that's common my, high man. I'm the common high man. I Welcome know. to the common high man show. That's right. I'm your common high man. I'll remind you that it's okay to sometimes, for uh, you know, no reason at all, to uh, want to hear something repetitive. Um, here's what we're going to do. Fade that out. I want to thank you, Tom. Oh, th- you're welcome, Todd. Thank you, was, you know what? I'm not even joking. Like, who... who uh, I'll talk about it later. Um... That was a lot of fun. I always like to, you know, look back like, what a fun night. We did the cotton thing. Oh, by the way, remember that idea that I said with the good news? I should have a good news segment. I'm going to start having one every week. I look up, you know, something. Oh, what's this? Shut the... Good news with Tom so that's a new segment on the show that uh, brought to and you. And this week's good news segment is that there's going to be a good news segment. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Martin. <laughs> oh, Jesus. We have a new sponsor. We'll be right back. We'll be back. With a wild, wild breakfast. 
Hoagie's Hoagie built to order just for you in the morning. Nothing is better than bacon and cheddar. Breakfast at Wawa for the go-getter. Isn't it great that Billy G's steak and Swiss goodness? It's the Wawa Breakfast Hoagie. Wawa's built-to-order breakfast hoagies. Grab a junior, shorty, or classic for just two, three, or four bucks for a limited time. Start your day on a roll. Gotta have a Wawa. Hi, I'm the CEO of Wawa, and I promise you that when you come into our stores, you will be met with a warmth that is overwhelming. We found that when you treat the inner, what we call the inner customers with respect and dignity, they will throw it your way. You will feel the love as people open your doors for each other. When you're in a Wawa, you, no matter what your day's like, you're going to be able to say goodbye to it for about 10, 15, 20 minutes. Hey, some people get caught in there for half an hour. We're going to give you everything you need to get for a convenience store, but then we're going to give you some fresh fruit, and we're going to give you some good deli food, and we're going to prepare it, and we're going to be friendly, and we're going to have a smile on our face. Wawa. As the CEO of Wawa, I've guaranteed that for people for many years. And now I announce to you we move to California. Our first Wawa will be opening up in California on August 5th in the mem- in, in, uh, with, with Todd Glass's name on it. I don't I don't. I don't like that I said in memory. <laughs> uh, they sure. Uh, I could see Jake trying to sell the show to the fucking, uh, you know, someone. He said it on this show. And there's still a lot of unused jingles. There's still there. Are, do, we, do we not get through all the jingles? Uh, that's what I would say if I had sold the show. Oh, yeah. I think we got the most of them. We have some jingles you guys never heard. Row, row, row your boat. By the way, I called, Tom, I called him last night and I said, could you do row, row, row your boat for Tom, though? And he goes, he writes down, row, row, row your boat for Tom. And then this morning, he just sent me, row, row, row your boat. That's amazing. I called him back. I said, you little fuck, get into your dumb fucking studio. And it's Tom, 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 Tom. <laughs> well, by the way, obviously that encounter didn't go down like that aggression. But he really did do that by accident. And I go, you just sent me, row, row, row your boat. He's like, I didn't even fucking think about it. He because I have it right here. Row, row, row your boat for Tom. And then he goes, I just sang, row, row, row your boat. And then I said, well, thanks a lot, because there's nothing I can do with it, and i got a show tonight! You know, I'm just glad I, I didn't know that before I handed the baton of uh, Man of the Year. Oh, my God, that was close. Wax fell upon the table. <laughs> I'll tell you, don't be rude. I'll continue the show longer. <laughs> I have ways. Um, get so just take us out with a song. Yeah. I think that's the best thing to do. Uh, I mean, that's what. I mean, do you guys wants. want me to? Mm. Okay, I'll do it. I don't give a shit. I don't care. Seriously. I'm the only one who wants you to. Reverse psychology. No. We really want you to. I'll sing. do it. I'll no. do it. Just oh. do it, please. All right, I'll do it. I'll sing for you. All righty, stop it already. I'll sing. Can we? Can we? Uh, deafen ourselves. I'll do a little bit. I'll do a little bit for you, and then shut up. You promise you'll shut up? No, Todd. Todd, don't sing the song. Give me the right reverb. I want it to sound good. All right, hold on. Yeah, Casey's mom's still alive. Don't sing the song. I'll do a little bit. Can't we play whale sounds? All right. All right, shut up. I'll do 30 seconds, and then leave me alone. Do 30 seconds. Your mom is a big fat... Don't play the song. Please don't do this. All right, Oh, Hello, give me God. reverb. Give me reverb. Casey's mom is listening to this. Don't. What do you... Never know how oh, much I love you. Yeah. exactly what we're talking about. Never know how much I, mean, I care. Uh, no. When yeah. Put your we all know you're...
you're a good Loud singer man. doesn't mean everybody wants to hear it's it. To be, you know, that's so hard to bear. Give me fever. Casey wore a bow tie for you not to sing. When you kiss me, fever. We'll, we'll donate money to your... Follow Jake M. Adams on Twitter. Guys, just don't sing. You, this is terrible. God, don't. Terrible. Why would you, you put my arm. You could still stop. At Tom Martin Sunlight on, on Twitter. Day you could still stop singing anytime. At Joe McKenzie on Twitter. You don't have to go through this. At Eric Tacos on Twitter. All right, I'll do one more verse and then shut up. Shut the fuck up. I'm tired. Casey Skinner on Twitter. Kiss me, baby. And your fever. At Todd Glass on Twitter. But why would you keep doing this? Stop singing. Shut Stop. 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 Captain Swift and Hey, if we sing louder than he can, he can't sing anymore. When your daddy tried to kill me. And she said that daddy, don't you do me dare. He gives me fever. Thank you, Aristotle. And he kissed me fever. Fever. We have a fever for listening to you sing fever. Daddy. Daddy, 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 don't you treat me right. I'm going to up because I have a fever from you. Amy Cohen, I love that. The vomiting sounds better. Do you guys really want me to continue? No, why would you do this? Wait. Todd, this is, I swear to God, we don't want you to sing. You misunderstood us. We're, it's unanimous. No one in oh, here I feel wants like to an idiot. It. Yeah, okay. I mean, it's hard I don't to even, the, the show doesn't even have to end funny tonight. I oh, thought you'd like, I, I didn't, I was doing it to be nice. I don't have to sing. I get paid oh, to sing. What a relief. Because is we that were, how you be nice? We're begging and pleading. No, you guys, I, I get paid to sing. I thought it was a treat to you. I make money doing that. So I thought it would be a nice, since I don't get you guys gifts or presents, was my way of saying that I really appreciate you. That was like giving you $10,000 to hire me for a private event. Yeah, I mean, I got to spend about 1000 on the PA, and then sometimes I have a stage set up. But I end up making, I got a manager who takes 50%. They're knackered. They take it off the high end. But they throw me these jobs. I get like $900 after the cash. You know, it's all paid all right, and done. What's the difference? Give us 5000 and don't sing. I got bit. I got lost in the bit. What's wrong with me? I just don't have it like I used to. <laughs> well, no, Todd, please. Oh, really? Yeah. You know, you're, you're the best great. friend a guy could ever it's, ask it's for. It's just the matter of the singing. What was the bit? I want to I have well, some cohesion. we could cohesive. do without the singing. I want to have some co. Oh, yeah, so the music you didn't want me to sing. All right, I guess that's how you end the show. I guess everyone's got to go, so I'm sorry. So we have no ending today. Oh, good. So you're not going to sing? I'm not going to not not oh, sing. Oh, fuck. He's going to sing. Well, no. you want me to do it no. again? no. no. Is there something you? about don't sing that makes you want to that makes you want to sing? What you about know, don't sing makes you want to sing? Todd, I don't know. I thought Jake, because you always say I know. Yes, Todd, we've been you know, through this before. It makes me look like a psychopath. Jake, the other day when we were hanging out, didn't you say when I was singing at the house, you're like, did you take singing lessons or something like that? Uh, no, I didn't. And right, I also it might said have not been. Nobody you. likes a dumbbell. <laughs> I said that, and then I said don't sing. Todd, I might have put it this way: If you're going to sing to take I, to close the show, we're walking out of here. So it's up to you. You're going to be finishing the song alone in this room because we're not going to sit here and listen to you sing a song to end the show. Got it? You're going to be singing alone in here. 
Well, how do you know? Every, what, first of all, you I just can't speak the for door. everybody. What about you, Joey? Are you, if, if I sing, are you going to leave? Yes. You're, probably, so there's a good chance you might stay. No, you don't. Hey, fuck being polite. If you, I'm not doing this. Believe me, this is a gift, my singing. So if you guys don't want it, <laughs> it's we like certain art. It. People, We're pleading with oh, you. Well, let me finish, because I know Nick, who, by the way, I let stay at my house for one night because he was having... I'm not... I shouldn't... Oh, you know what that makes it look like, because um, I know he wouldn't want to live on the street. Um... Did you, and I know what it was like, and by the way, you don't need to say it. I, when no one took you in, I took you in. And you know what? Fuck them. You, it was a treat for me to have you because I learned more listening to you complain than <laughs> did you, anybody. Nick, did, did he just have you over so he could sing to you? Hold on, hold on, hold on, uh, hold on, uh, 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 pimple ass. <laughs> hey, what do you want yourself, guacamole face? Hey, <laughs> I, I told you that in privacy. I wear a tube in the car. I sit on it. He was like, I got pimple list. Listen, but what happened, I did for you, any friend would do for you. I, put, I fluffed up as a can a little bit. I can't let a guy live paycheck to paycheck. Do you want me? Now, listen, don't. The reason I mentioned that, sit back down. Sit back down. You're too, you're too happy to talk. I got to knock that out of you to get comedy. I got to knock that you want to talk out of you and then get to you where you don't want to talk. And then it's when I throw you the mic. Um. What I did for you, you would do for me. You're a very extraordinary person, and I don't want you to think this has anything to do with it. It lessens, it lessens that I mean it genuinely. Matter of fact, I'm almost hoping you don't want me to sing because then it'll let you know that you are comfortable enough to, you know, for me to say those, do those things I did for you, and I don't want something in return to prove I won't get mad. Almost I'm hoping you don't want me to sing. I know you probably do, and I can see you're getting upset over there. Um, do you want me to sing? If you do, I will. Yes. You want me to sing for you? No, don't say. Don't. Please don't. Okay, that's everyone All so right. far. You seem to no be a little... Are you sing. upset? Does anybody no, blink I'm three times if uh, you've been threatened by... People about this. No? Okay. He's holding his eyes open. Well. Nice try, Todd. So it's unanimous. No one wants you to sing. And we're just going to walk out if you do it. It's up to you. I'll do, I'll do like two minutes and I'm tired. <laughs> but here's the deal. You haven't even heard from, like, there's two more people who could still well, not want you to sing. Well, I know they want me then, to sing you heard because it? he mentioned, he said I had. If you hear from six people, does that confirm it for you? Oh, I love that bow tie. Can I tell you? And I'm de- and oh Jesus Christ! That is. Hold on, hold on. You, you're like a young. If somebody told me you were Clock Gable's great grandson, I would fucking believe it. You have a very distinguished look about yourself. It's very. Let me finish here. Put reverb in my mic, you piece of shit. I'm trying to fucking. Oh my God! That is just something about that is very. Um, you have a very. You 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 come into a room. You own a room. You walk over there. You got that. You're like, hello, everybody. Look at me. My name's Casey. I have style that matches my talent. Oh, shut that off. It's going to look Todd, like I'm trying to. But Todd, what do you, do you Todd, want me to I sing? I like you're just trying to better me up. So I would say I want you to sing. But I mean, All right. I, but I, I didn't say finish. that. I, but I, I'm going to be Do you honest. want me to sing? He's I, getting there. Jesus I Christ. I love the compliments. I oh, just, you, I, I, excuse me. I don't mean to interrupt you. That bow tie, you swear to God, that's a... Uh, 
Looks like it was, uh, you know, pre-tied. You said no. you'd do it. He doesn't even know how to compliment no, you. No, Looks like no. you fluffed it up a little bit. Todd, Looks like I don't Rich- want you to sing. I'm sorry, man. I, I love the compliments, everybody. but I just can't do it. Tom, and what did you say? It. I know we've been through this before. I look like I'm a fucking psychopath. No one wants me to sing. I get it. Oh, thank and God. Bit, right. not only, okay, cool. I get it. I get it. I get it. I'm trying to, trying to make it work. All right, Did good show, guys. You? I think we're done then. You asked him. You've asked everybody except Aristotle, and Aristotle is what on record in previous. Oh, Aristotle. Let me tell you something. Joey said no to. I'll tell you what Aristotle I'll do. Aristotle, tell him you don't want him to sing. Tom. What? I want to thank you. Todd, before you say another word, if you <laughs> sing, you're going to be singing here alone. We've all told you this is an intervention Tom, for your own good. I we're telling you, given... we're going to leave as a group if you sing the song to end the show. I You'll be have, in here alone. I might have, I might have given you... Um, the Man of the Year Award, because you are truly a... You know can I tell you something? You're what they call... I don't want to overstate it, because then it'll understate what I'm really trying to say. You don't, are, don't you are what they call... Be you strong. are like a... a, a you are a, a powerful force in this world of positivity. I tell you the Todd, truth. Todd, what you have is an illness. And if you sing... What are you talking about? If you sing after all Oh, my all God, this week, isn't about me singing. Yes, it is. I'm not singing. If you sing after we begged pleaded I'm and not. threatened you... Then you have a serious problem. Tom, I'm you... not singing. I heard. Okay. Just, this is when everybody. Uh, th- We're not th- joking. It's almost This like is the end of the line. I get what happened. Bottom. Oh, come on. Let me just fucking defend myself All a right. little. Okay. I just needed to hear you say I'm not going to sing. Every. I got it. And every week I always try to scrape on to that person wants it. And then I get it. It's ridiculous at this point. Every. To let you know there's a sanity inside of me. Every single person, it's not even in the gray area. No, no, stop. People that I think that I've been so nice to that I'm going to butter up and it's going to, and I know what I'm doing. I'm trying to tell them what I did for them. And even though I, by the way, I really did that for them, they still look at me and they don't want me to sing. So it's obvious that even people who would behoove them to sort of, if I was okay singing, let me sing just because I've been kind. My singing's so bad that they will not go on the record of saying it's good. So I'm very well aware that not only is my singing not even okay, not pleasing, that's that a Nobody wants me to fucking sing. Yes, I am not a delusional person. I'm a person that maybe likes to sing where I maybe wanted to not hear what I didn't want to hear because I love singing so much. And I wanted to live in delusion that other people enjoyed it maybe just because I enjoyed it. Is that the case at all? With that vulnerability, it feels a lot. But, yes, still just don't do it. Right. So Mm. I'm glad you get it. It's a relief to hear that you understand at least. Okay. Well, I guess the show's over. Okay. Seriously. What a relief. The show's over. We'll just... I don't have an ending if I can't sing. And I'm not saying I want to, so don't... I'm, I'm fine. Now I don't... <laughs> I don't know what to do. I mean, I could play the Don Rickles clip, but I feel like we're not in the mood. I guess we just end the show. I'll tell you what I'll do, and I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. You're like a very dear friend, and seriously, I'm being, you know, Joey's here today in case he stopped by, and I picked the worst. Damn, this is just, I get it. Sometimes in a podcast, you get in an argument. I listen to Howard Stern. I grew up with Howard Stern, and they leave some of that stuff in, and it's so raw. But on this show, it's like, I really, I didn't, But I love you guys. And Thanks, Todd. I don't even mind getting your direction in the background. Um, 
And I know you guys, one of your best qualities is your shyness and you're so humble and you're, and you're just so, you, 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 you just kill me. You guys are just so selfless that I happen to know that you guys wanted me to sing. Mm, so, nope. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to, I'm going to, we're going to wrap up the show. I'll sing a song for you. No, no, no. Come God. on. All right. Uh, Here we go. Put a lot right. of reverb in my mic. All right. I'm going hey to press this button, but then I'm taking my headphones off and I'm leaving. I love you guys very much. I love you guys. You're like family. More reverb. Never know how much I love you. Never know how much I got. When you put your arms around me. I get a fever, I'm so hot, the new bed I'm out of here. Fever. Huh. When you kiss me, fever, hold me tight. Fever! In the morning, fever all through the night. You give me fever. Sunlight in the daytime, moonlight all of my mind. I hope someone else is enjoying this Because it's the end of the Todd Glass show Everybody feel free to mingle I'm just still in a headspace where I want to sing Everybody's left the table But I, I'm, I'm, it's good Because it puts less pressure on me if you're over there talking then you have to still sit here as I do this. But I'm going to close up the show. I want to thank my guest, Tom Martin. I also want to thank Joey Piper. Also, thank you, uh, Casey, for your little fucking, you know, your things you say, they're funny. You drop them in there, boom! Ah, Casey! And uh, Jeannie Mose, thank you very much. Thank you, Wawa. Go in there and get a delicious sandwich. Don't forget my new show, Good News. That's right. Boy, fun times when I tricked Jake into trying to sing I Left Paul F. Tompkins more than I like the things. Remember, how about that great song by Lyricist Joe about Give Me Money? That was a lot of fun. And then uh, we did a nice two songs for Tom and a new blah, 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 blah. And uh, everything was fun. And then Aristotle kicks ass on the drums, adding a flavor to this fucking pre-recorded piece of shit karaoke track. God damn it, suck it! That's right, I know how to wrap up a show. Play it, Aristotle! Got the fucking shit in you. Boom, bang, bang. I know how to end the show. God, the drums! Even when I didn't have anything to end the show with, I still fucking brought it home. I still got the fucking show at the end where people are like, shut the fuck up, I know what I'm doing. I won't settle for less. I'm not going to just have one of those shows where it ends just like, okay, that was all right. I'll fucking fight. I'll punch. I will fucking bring the fucking show home. Even if it means I sit at this microphone by myself and I offer the people of nothing else, repetition and funniness and just in not positive but definite scientific funny ways, but just at the fucking pure fact that I don't give the fuck up my show must end great and I think that I achieved that and I, and I, and I want to I want to sing a song <laughs> I right, know I don't buy <laughs> I think I think the last
lens cap was on the entire time. Oh, <laughs> fuck. That's the end of a show. Still, I come back and give more. Everybody thought, oh, that's the end of the show. Boom, I still go, wait, once I had a fake close, I relaxed everybody in the room. Then I bring the show right back. Boom, bang, boom, look at us. This is a show. You accept those other shows? You accept that? That's what you accept? We, this, I'm still not feeling I'm giving enough. You should, if you think this was great, you should listen to another show. I want, I want to give more. I just want to be, just fucking take it home like a fucking fireworks and fucking boom, boom. Sometimes you can't. No, I did. Now leaving Nerdist.com.